0: to the show. We are broadcasting live from Los Angeles, inside the Scopely Studios. The Talking Trek team is here, assembled and ready to broadcast live from Star Trek Fleet Command headquarters. I am your host, Ultimate DJs, on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. How y'all doing today, huh? Y'all doing all right? Let's see who's here for a history-making show. A show that is literally history in the making. Let's find out who is here for a talking trek. Server sound off. You guys kick it off. Veritas Absoluta kicked us off at server 43. Captain Q at 57. Thank you. Sandy's great on server 12. Thank you. Uh, Hunter on 28. Appreciate it. Dr. Juby on area 61. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Tiberius on server 40 and 118. Appreciate you. Thank you. What's up? Sherlock Holmes on server 27. Clavin and Kirk on nine. Aiden Games on server 53. Tabby Moza on 20. Crazy on server 24. Thank you. Mend on 165. Devil in the Belfry on server 14. Appreciate you. Noon Whistle on 29. Galvanox, shout out. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? Mud on server 24. Appreciate you being here. ES Black on server 34. Thank you very, very much. Uh, Let's see. What else we got? Who else? Oh, there we go. Xavier on Server 61. Thank you. Wirespeed on 88. Mighty Croc. Where where is DJ's wallet? Yeah, there's a story to go with that. On server 8, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh Star Fox on 146. Thank you. Louis P Louie, man, let me just tell you something. I love you, dude. I love you, dude. Thank you, Louis P on Server20. 4752554-Delta 5059. Broadcasting live from Server 27. Thank you to whoever just popped to my base. I got raided today. Trader, I got raided for almost, almost two trillion.
1: That hurts yeah. a lot. Yeah.
0: I, I forgot to throw a shield when I got on the plane. Oh. So the entire time I was up in the sky, I was getting raided. You know. Two trillion. War Dodd says thank you. Well, I didn't turn you on yet. Sorry. Go ahead. War Dodd says thank you. Yeah. No, it wasn't War Dodd this time. It wasn't. Yo, what's up, Tab? on 155? Crazy on 24. Forgotten Shields. On, oh, ironic. Thank you, Forgotten Shields on 83. Demon live on 20. Uh, Doug on 38. And uh, uh what's up, everybody? Y'all doing all y'all doing all right? Welcome into the show. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is in the Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Commands official podcast. And uh, we've got uh we've got a, a Wait, what's what's wrong? You guys don't hear anything? Oh God! This thing timed out. <laughs> what a uh, okay, muppet. What a, are you guys back now? Whoa. So, uh, okay, my, my computer apparently has a timeout.
2: And I should probably fix that. You should. I, I, I didn't know. All
0: right, I'll, I'll do that it's right just, now. He's
2: just logging back in and not fixing it. <laughs> I literally just left it back I'm gonna up.
3: I'm
4: going
0: to fix it right 20 now. 20 minutes
4: later, screens goes down again. Just... Silence. I honestly,
0: I didn't even Again, know that this
2: thing... what a muppet.
0: Look, it says that it doesn't have a lot... Oh, it went to sleep. Okay, hang on. I, I'll fix it. i just got to go in and change these power settings. Listen, I'm not in my studio. I did not have one job, Mud. I had like 50 jobs today. Eh. All right. Listen. Eh. I walked into a brand spanking new studio with brand spanking new equipment. I had... Top of the line equipment. It is actually relatively nice equipment. Nope. And I had thirty minutes to build a podcast studio and and get it live to you guys. Because the way that we do our podcast is not the way a lot of people do. A lot of people come in and, and just do a recording, right? So there's not having to figure out how to pipe it to an audience, but we do that. Even even the, the when we were building the studio here, uh one of the tech guys came in and was and was talking to us a little bit about like, you know, why do you need Second machine, or why do you need you know this cable and that cable? I'm like, because we have an audience. We're actually gonna do it live.
5: We're doing it live.
0: All right, that's uh that's how we do it. So um that's that's what's going on. So it's been it's been an interesting afternoon here to say the least. But uh appreciate you guys all being here. Welcome in. You know, Trader, I'm looking in the chat right now and I'm realizing we don't have a fan in here, and it's hot as balls. Actually, in I'm here. really comfortable. I'm really comfortable, s- too. Yeah. It's,
2: it's really not that hot I in here. I feel great.
1: You're just... I'm you just... just <laughs> have...
2: Well, you're the one doing all am, the studio setting You're up, just so full of, of hot air. So all am, the stuff. Oh, God.
0: I am stressed. Uh, and it's hot. It is hot as crap in here. It is uh, not. Yes, it is indeed. No. <laughs> okay. So the sound of my headset just got really loud. Nice. Oh, i probably hit that button right there. Sorry oh. about that. Uh, my bad. You'll live. You'll be fine. Uh, shout out to uh, Cheese and Rice and Jonathan Ingram, who uh, successfully liberated two trillion resources from me today. Fantastic. Can we get a round of applause for those individuals? You know, I don't need your garbage. <laughs> Keep your hands off my buttons. Why Sorry. Are this so- you it's, it's close to me. It's not do my Do not touch my buttons, okay? <laughs> Well, you that push is, my
4: buttons all of the time. <laughs> so, I mean. fair
0: enough, I do, I do indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a lot of stuff to get to today, um, and, and and I do see this in the in the chat. Uh, Echo, why are you guys spending money on studio equipment instead of fixing bugs? First of all, I'm more important. All right, but second of all, um, no, really, a lot of this studio equipment is stuff that we've already got in place because of the videos yep. and some of the other stuff, the captain's log and stuff like that that you were doing. Um, and really, I brought in a lot of my own stuff today. As a matter of fact, you even said, man, that's a really nice like laptop You do have monitor. a very nice laptop and monitor, monitor setup. setup. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of nifty. Um, but uh, <laughs> Kirk says, sell it to fix the bugs.
4: Yeah, DJ, how come you're not
0: contributing? Contributing to what? Fixing the bugs. I spent plenty of money last month. Way too much, in <laughs> fact. All right. I spent way too much, in fact. Um, yeah, and then I and then I gave two trillion of those resources back to the community. True, today. Is, uh, you guys don't need to be busting on me for not being generous enough. I gave two trillion resources back to our community today. We
4: really are a kind <laughs> soul, just giving back.
0: Uh, I know. Yeah, thank he you. Really,
4: you. He really is. D-
0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do in fact have a show planned for you here today. We've got topics to talk about. We've got the Mona Veen to talk about. I'm sorry, we're not calling it that anymore. We've got the spicy pickle I that hate we're gonna. That. Why do you I hate it? it. It looks exactly—you know, Bubba—
4: Because I adore Lower Decks, and it's the MonaVine.
0: When he told me that he was naming it the Spicy Pickle, and I didn't—I mean, I kind of got it, but then I asked him, Trader, why specifically are we going with the Spicy Pickle? And he had, like, a legitimate actual definition. He did. It, it, the way that he explained it it was like it's not just a normal pickle but like when you put it in the jar with like the spices and the peppers and yep. all that stuff it has those tiny little bits of red and yes. and stuff and stuff like that that like the lands little, on the it.
1: the little red peppers and that it, go in the jar yeah and it
0: turns into this which yes. is in fact actually a spicy pickle
1: and i love lower decks just as much as echo does it was my favorite arc the first time around and it's one of my favorite shows uh, but it does look like a spicy pickle. <laughs> heard,
4: it is uh, indeed a spicy pretty pickle. pretty rave reviews about uh, Under Pale Moonlight. There's <coughs> the mission in there. It's a reprising of it in Lower Decks.
5: Oh. Yeah.
0: I'm going to have to check it out. Um, but yeah, the the spicy pickle is is officially uh, here to stay. That's that's the name of it. And we do have a little bit of information for you on the spicy pickle today. So we'll talk a little bit about that coming up. Uh, but first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, we do have uh, our normal show elements to get to today. In fact, uh, it is time to check in with the secondary Talking Trek News studios here live in Los Angeles. It's time for world news headlines from all across the globe. It's time for your stupid news headlines. Stupid Stupid News!
5: News! News! News!
0: Guys, I do have something that could be fun today. Would you guys like to hear Echo try his hand at my stupid news? Because I may or may not have actually... Written a story for him. Don Zeno says absolutely. Griffin calling for yes. Captain <laughs> Chance says yes. Mud says yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, so let's uh, let's see how he does. I might not give him all the news because you might suck. I could be terrible. You could be terrible. Am to do my we're...
4: best uh, DJ impression. The- oh
0: please, yes. Give us give us a DJ impression as you're reading the stupid news, ladies and gentlemen, with today's top news headlines. Here is community manager Emperor Echo. Ladies and gentlemen, a Delta pilot had to make an emergency landing when a passenger's loose bowels <laughs>
4: resulted in diarrhea. Okay. All the way through the plane, the plane was covered in so much poo, passengers thought they were taking a stroll down a New York City sidewalk.
5: The plane-
0: hold, on, hold on. Hold on. I've got a I've got a button for that. Isn't it a good one? Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, I just got echo to say loose bowels and diarrhea in the same sentence. You're welcome. Nobody clip it. All right. You're welcome. All right. The plane, which was headed for Barcelona,
4: had to turn around and land back in Atlanta, which is noteworthy because this is the first time a large group of people have ever been happy to land in Atlanta.
0: (laughs) Did he do a good job? He did a fantastic job. He did a pretty good job, right? I kind of liked it. I thought he did all right right there. I mean, the bigger win is that we actually got him to say the words diarrhea and uh, <laughs> and lose bowels. <battles>.
1: Okay. This, <laughs> this is when we can tell DJs used to be a radio host. Yeah. Why? And morning radio I'm surprised they let him on the
4: plane with how full of shit he is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have to tell a story got him. quick.
0: Ripper. First of all, if Ripper's not allowed to cuss, you're not allowed to cuss. Okay? Oh, this I... is iTunes. This is PG-13, sir. I'm going to send this to your oh, boss. A PG-13 so, word. Send it to your boss.
1: So I have to tell a story quick uh-huh. on that point, uh, About
0: diarrhea and poop?
1: No, about you. Wait, what? So... I'm supposed to meet DJs at the airport this morning at 9:30.
0: Yeah,
1: right. Standing, walking around, I'm sent to one terminal, then another terminal, then back to the first one. And as I get back to the first one, I see him walking by baggage claim with his giant banana hat on his head, (laughs) bellowing, "I was from through the airport." Then I find out that he's being tailed by security because he was doing that the whole freaking way through the
0: airport. I couldn't find oh. you. I couldn't find you. So I was just calling out your name. I figured eventually you would hear me.
1: Unbelievable. If any of you are security at LAX, I am so sorry. So sorry. So I love
0: it. To to add to that, <laughs> all right. This it, there was it was that's true. That's a true story. Um at one point, Ripper, I got a little bit lost. I got a little bit turned around here in the airport. So I was going I was approaching a security person to ask for directions. And as I'm approaching him, and I think I got this on video because obviously I was running video on everything. I think I got this on video. I hope I did. I haven't gone back to watch it yet. But Ripper, I'm when I was approaching the security guard, he literally got on his microphone walkie talkie and says, I found the banana hat guy. <laughs> I found the banana hat Target guy. acquired. We found <laughs> the banana hat. We found the, ba- <laughs> we found the banana hat. We found the banana hat guy, and he says that to me as I'm walking up to him. Of course, I had the cameras running and everything. I mean, uh, surely this is not unusual out here, right? This, I mean, people do stuff. People shoot content or do silly things. I've been in LAX tens of times at this point, and I've never
4: in my life, in all of the years <laughs> I've been out here, heard or seen anything like that.
2: Uh, you know what fun. I am actually more shocked by? One. That you got lost,
0: okay? At LAX. No, there was a reason for that. Trader, back me up on this. LX is huge. They dropped me it's off. Not, okay, but for it's those not of you,
2: it might be huge, but not very confusing.
0: For th- no, well, here here's why. They dropped me off. My departure was at Gate 155, right? It's terminal or, B. Terminal B, Gate 155 is where they dropped me off. But then they said that my luggage was going to be at at baggage claim. T4B, Yes. and if you guys know anything about LAX, I mean, when when you get off of a plane, you would typically expect your luggage to be
2: within a two or three minute walk, right? Wait, why did you get to Terminal B, Gate 155?
0: Exactly! That's my point, dude. They sent my luggage to the clear other side of the freaking airport. Terminal, B's
2: a lo- and, yeah, and term- terminal B is the international. Yeah, that's why I'm wondering. terminal B is the international airport. That's why I'm confused. They why I don't there. know why. They probably needed a dock. I and don't. With,
1: and and I can vouch for it. That's where he came in because I was in Terminal Four by baggage claim. And a customer service rep for an unnamed airline who Louis P. will recognize (laughs) told me, oh, no, you're in the wrong place. You have to go to Terminal B. So I hoofed it with my luggage all the way to Terminal B. Mm. And then I stood around there for about 20 minutes. And when I didn't see DJs and we were looking for each other, I talked to the customer service agent there who was like, oh, no, they landed here. But the baggage claim is back in Terminal 4. So I had to walk all the way back to Terminal 4. So that's what was
2: weird. My plane actually arrived Terminal B, Gate 155 as well. Yeah, that'd be that makes sense for you because well, that you makes sense. are international. So, so yeah. then <laughs>
0: you know how much I walked. It's all the way on the other side of the airport, except when I got three-fourths the way, I thought that I was going the wrong direction. I said, there's no way I'd be walking that far. There's no way I should be having to walk this far to get my baggage. So I turned around and went back. And then it got all the way back, and they were like, no, you were going the right direction. Just keep going. And and so I mean, I've got all this on video. I've got all of it on video. I'm gonna share it with you guys because it was ridiculous. Um, do we even need to go? You know what? I've got more stupid news for you. I got more stupid news for you. We're at Scopely, uh, We're at Scopely. We're getting ready to uh, to head out, grab a little bite to eat before we start to come back and do the studio uh, studio show. So we decide to pile into our gracious community manager's vehicle.
4: Yeah. What? Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic, right?
0: We decide <laughs> to pile in the four of us. Yep. Into Echoes honda civic hatchback sports
1: <laughs> yeah a honda
0: civic hatchback sport that's right <clears throat> fantastic vehicle
2: Which, so we are going into that oh,
0: we're going into that oh all right yes. because no. yeah i don't even need to write stupid news. i don't know why we waited 20 minutes trader to, to do stupid news because everything has been stupid that we've actually done here so we go <laughs> out to get into echo's car and he's like it's a little dirty uh, i don't worry about it i've just got to pick up a couple of things and there'll be room for everybody. There was room, was there not? After you excavated an entire moving box full of
2: trash out of your back seat. Yes. Listen, I was And there was ex- still I, trash under the seat. I was not expecting to transport people today. Guys, it is very clear that the trash that's in there it's very has cl- been in there for a while. It's now. very
0: clear that you don't transport people ever. Like do yeah. people ride in your car? No. I That's a good thing. Yeah, I don't blame them. You enjoyed it,
2: Ripper. No.
4: Welcome to Los Angeles. I'm
2: pretty sure I caught gonorrhea I w- in there. I was I was I was <laughs> afraid that, I was <laughs> afraid that I might get attacked by something. Dude,
0: there were there were food wrappers in there. As a matter of fact, he said uh where was it? You said that you went yesterday to eat. In n out. He went to In N Out Burger. And I actually legitimately asked him if he had any left over. He had to think about it for a second. All well, right, a yeah. Fries left in the box. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was guys. His car, his car, and so then, so he finally removes this box. I can turn this off now. Hey, we finally get this box out, trader, of trash. I mean, he. By the way, I'm not even exaggerating. An entire moving box full of trash. You know what that box was? What?
4: The box you shipped me the Spock head in. The Spock head's not in it that anymore. That was for
0: Christmas. That was nine months ago, dude. Why is that still in your that car? That box is very special to me. It was a gift from the community. <laughs> Why is that still in your car? Call me sentimental. Oh you know? my god! So then he piles all the trash into the spockhead box. Must have been very sentimental. And then <laughs> oh, I uh, then oops. I go to sit in the front seat, and <laughs> the, <laughs> oh no, I forgot. Yeah, this comes back to the diarrhea story, dude. Your your front passenger seat is is covered in what looks to be like dried poop a protein
4: shake that i was having leaked there and then the sun sort of caked it onto the sh- seat a little
2: bit. Okay, when did that happen? 7 months now, we ago. We gotta talk about the 7 when. months We're ago. We're talking about
4: the what here.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. The when is very important. If it happened yesterday, i kind of be like, okay, all right, fine. But it probably when? wasn't yesterday. Please tell me when that happened.
4: That was probably at least 6 months ago. Oh
0: my god. Six months. Ladies and gentlemen, you could not get better stupid news than that right there. <laughs> All right. There you go. Oh, God. Uh, there you go. All right. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Vic says, I called that. I win toy mice. I said March. Uh, and look, Ransusi. Has sent you a link to the best car detailers in the in the greater Los Angeles area.
4: That's great. All right. See, look what what look what came out of this. <laughs> you, Positive things,
0: guys. That's what we're gonna do, Trader. Before we leave here, we are going to go get his car detailed. Except we're gonna have to drop it off because they're gonna need a solid three days with it. All right, um, minimum.
1: Well, it, <laughs> it, <laughs> minimum. They're gonna need to purchase hazmat suits, so it might be a little longer.
0: It's it was disgusting. Like honest me? to god, when I so when we when we finally got back. And and we were getting our stuff out of the back. Like I I seriously I think I might have caught tetanus in there. I'm not sure. I think it's possible. All right, guys. Welcome to Los Angeles. My gift to you. Oh God. I'm <laughs> telling you, man. It's dirty out here. It's so nasty out here in Los Angeles, and the only place I've been is Echo's car. All right? <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's disgusting out here. How do you guys how do you guys live like this? Actually, I made sure to
4: get it extra Jeez. dirty because I can't make you pay me back for that dinner, but I can just put you through is terrible that, experiences. Is that why? Is I've that why? I've been planning you... this for six oh months. Oh my god, that's why. I've been waiting. I even said, "Hey, you want to take my
0: car, DJ?" <laughs> <laughs> That's why he can't afford to detail his car, Trader. Right. he's still paying off that credit card <laughs> bill I still from got dinner. Like
4: seven payments <laughs> left all on your that. Fault. <laughs> all your fault, DJs.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yo, where are we uh, where are we going to spend three thousand dollars on dinner this week?
4: You're not allowed to order anything. <laughs> I will be ordering all of the all right, things. Fine.
2: And guess who's in charge of the budget this time? Can I? Can I order instead?
4: Yeah, let Ripper be in no, charge. No, our of the very budget. own Madam Placentin is the one in charge. <sighs> yeah, try and get anything by her. See what happens,
0: dude. I've actually tried to. Wait,
2: are we are we gonna be like challenge accepted?
0: Oh, for sure. I've already accepted the challenge. But wanna, so far she's wanna, been wanna, she's, she's been an iron fist. So far, you okay. want to try and get past Beck? Be my guest. I have deal with those repercussions. I have been unsuccessful in so far doing anything to to be mischievous in the Scopely Studios. So far, I mean, dude, I, I feel like there's like four cameras trained on me at all times. There There is. That's
2: because there are. (laughs) You are a very good distraction, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole point. We're we're in league. We're in
2: league. You don't even know what I
0: have.
1: They saw you walk up to the ring camera at the front, uh, and then, you know, instead of, like, pushing it and looking into it and saying hi like a normal person, standing there with your mouth open and your tongue out.
0: Yeah, so it started the second we got here. With the, uh, with the video camera at the at the front door.
1: <laughs> the security guard. The security
0: guard was checking my tonsils yeah, for me. Uh-huh. uh And not the way I like, either. Um, so
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh well, we just said PG-13, <laughs> didn't we not? <laughs>
0: Why? That's that- PG-13. All right, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man, so much, uh, so much to do here. Guys, appreciate you guys all being here. I know there's been a little bit of fluff here at the beginning, but we knew that this show was going to be fun, uh, because we have some special guests with us today. We've got, of course, a uh, friend of the show, Emperor Echo, community manager for Star Trek Fleet Command. He's here. We've got out in the lobby at this particular stage, waiting in our green room, which, by the way, is chock-full. Of M&Ms and unsweetened green tea, we have not one, trader, not two, Ripper, not even three, Echo, but four members of the Star Trek Fleet Command Live Ops team that are going to come in today and talk to you guys a little bit about some of the stuff that they've been working on and some of the stuff that they are working on in a first ever kind of roundabout, not super uh, detailed leak about upcoming content over the next several months, but we do have uh some arc runners here to talk to you guys a little bit about in general what they might be working on over the uh the next couple of months. So we're pretty excited about that. Uh also a lot of fun to be had uh later in the show with a little bit of this or that and some games uh some some yes or no games that we're gonna do. Uh, I kill you has the topic of the hour though. Okay. We're here today to talk to you about the grand launch of G six, Echo. Tell the people about G six. It's pretty exciting, isn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I can talk about G six. They okay. haven't told me anything. I know everything about it. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about G six. It that's, is the most right amazing now. update ever. I gotta go. As a matter of uh, fact, that meeting. is
0: why we are here, everybody. Is the uh, don't is you the dare launcher. go. Launch of G six. Uh, no, I, I'm joking. Obviously, I'm joking a little bit here. Uh, but no, in in all seriousness, new arc launch. All right. Now listen, this arc, uh, Echo. You and I talked yesterday, yep. and it doesn't feel like it's been yesterday because no. it's been such a long day, Trader. Like, we've we've not slept. Just FYI, real quick, go around the horn, Trader. How much have you slept in the last 24 hours?
1: Uh, well, I slept for three hours on the airplane.
0: Three hours in the last day, Ripper. You told me that it was like an hour, if that. It wasn't even like a good hour, was it?
2: Uh, well, last night I slept like three hours, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, that's better than I thought. But I was up for 30 hours before that. Yeah, that's, yeah that, sounds,
0: that sounds about right. Uh, Echo, what about you? You probably slept like a baby last night. Or were you scared to death of what was going to happen today?
4: Well, I mean, I had to put out the announcement the night before for patch notes. And then I was up at 5 a.m. to get ready for your show. mm and so, and then what I had to prep for today, so, I mean, I got more than you guys, but I didn't have to go on a six-hour plane trip or a 30-hour plane trip, however long yours was, Ripper, like, this was no, just being in the house. No,
2: I had to. No, I would, I mean, I woke up, my plane was in the evening, like, afternoon. Yeah. Oh, really? See, I worked so, throughout the day. So, I took off at 2.40 p.m., German local time. And you landed when? I landed... 9.45 p.m. local L.A. time. So, oh, how, so it was a seven-hour much... flight. Easy. Yeah, wait, but there's seven? a nine-hour time difference between <laughs> So that. wait, you
0: traveled for 16 hours is what you're saying? Oh, God. Yes. I can't imagine. That's so long. Uh, yeah, that is absolutely terrible. I um, I got I, to the
2: hotel at midnight.
0: I woke up yesterday to take all of our DJs to school, just a normal day, go to work. I had to work yesterday. Um, So that was at 6, 6.30 in the morning, got up and went to work, uh, took him to school, worked all day, came home. As some of you guys were in the Discord and, and learned, I lost my wallet. Don't have no idea when I lost my wallet, which also, therefore, contained my ID, trader. The night that I'm supposed to catch a flight. Yep. So that was a, a scary thing. How did I did let you on the plane. So I, crazy enough, <laughs> hey, just as a heads up, I don't even know if this is policy, but the TSA was super cool. Might have had something to do with the fact that I flirted hardcore. All right, Superman.
1: I'm sure that was exactly. I guarantee.
0: Literally, we just actually. My wit and charm. Okay. Did you just feel that earthquake? That was because of literally Trader rolling her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, But no, that's exactly how I got on Forgotten Shields. I had my passport, but here's the thing my passport expired in April of 23. So I had my passport, but it expired, but they said that they would still use it. And they took it and they scanned it through the machiney thing and it turned green and they let me go through. But. I did get a phone number before it was all said. Blue
2: Mandalorian. Oh, they would—they right. would have t- turned me away at the border. <laughs> well, <it's, laughs> I did. I did get a phone number. All right. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't actually have gotten to London. Yeah, Blue to Mandalorian. With. You're exactly because right. We now have to go through. Dave really appreciated the flirting. control. <laughs> it made his when day. leaving for London. Well, he's staying like within the United States.
0: Tech One. I brought the passport yeah. on a domestic flight because I couldn't find my driver's license. Like and and so I brought a lot of stuff. I brought overkill. I brought utility bills. I brought property tax statements. I brought my checkbook. I brought credit cards. I brought mail. I brought everything that was on everything that was on the TSA website. I brought everything. I brought my my squid hat. It was lit it was lit up. All right. I had I had very inconspicuous dark face covering sunglasses on. There were no problems here. No red flags whatsoever. But they did finally let me through. So it in, long story short, all I guess the question was, how much have we slept? Uh, I think I've got Not about two, two and a half, two Not and a half enough. hours uh, since six o'clock yesterday morning. It's It's been crazy. But we've got a lot more to go. We've got a lot to do. Uh, real quick, before we start talking about the ARC launch, just real quick, can you, are we even able to to tell people yet what's happening? Because tomorrow is an event that has never happened. Yeah, definitely never happened. We can't go into details. Why wouldn't you promote something
4: like don't this? No, we want to promote it. I'm just saying we can't say what is the show about.
0: Okay, then you promote what you want to promote. All right, Or, so- or get Beck in here. She's more in charge than you are. Uh,
4: <laughs> For content? Anything that I can say in public? Yeah, she absolutely
0: is. Yeah, she... She Look at her! Hey, She's standing right there with gonna, her arms crossed, can, hands on the hips. All right, she 1,000% outranks you in every facet oh, of this production. I mean, I wouldn't disagree with that in the slightest. Okay. That's 100% true. Yeah. Beck, am I allowed to say
4: what's happening on the show tomorrow yet or no? Can you... Oh, I can't. Yes, she Let's is telling Let's go. You. We got the green light.
0: Okay, All right, there you go. Do you want to
4: go into it, or do you want me to do
0: it? No, I don't even know what I'm allowed to say yet. All right. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm not even 100% sure what exactly we are doing. So, uh, Emperor Echo, tell us tomorrow what we will be doing for our live studio audience.
4: All right. So, tomorrow, 11 a.m., PST, on the Star Trek Fleet Command YouTube channel, there is going to be—wait, she's texting me right now— <laughs> Okay, she's like, wait, stop! Stop Stop everything! Shut it down! Don't say anything! Uh, So on the Star Trek Fleet Command YouTube, we are going to be doing a live stream. Mm -hmm. A live stream where I, as the host, DJ, as a host,
0: are going to have two very special guests. Wait, two? Two. Okay, see, I only knew about the one. Okay, what do we got? So... One of our guests... Trader, this is so
4: flippant exciting. One of our guests is going to be none other than Keensner himself, David
0: Eccleberry. General manager of Star Trek Fleet Command and his correct. first ever live content creator appearance. Right, with you. With me. I mean, what? The general manager. And the big
4: guy. We have somebody from Paramount in charge of all creative aspects and verifying that what we are doing is staying in line with what would be expected out of a Star Trek IP.
0: Okay, say that again in English. What?
4: Somebody who basically makes sure that the ships look correct and that the world is right from Paramount.
0: Oh, he's like the the Star Trek consultant. consultant.
4: Yeah, Creative Star Trek consultant from Paramount will also be there. And while DJ is asking questions, we are going to
0: be eating some very, very spicy food that none of us are good with. I don't even understand how this came to be. This I don't remember agreeing to this part.
4: So basically, we're <laughs> going to be eating a variety of hot foods while asking questions.
1: It was in the live. NBA you signed today.
0: <laughs> it was in that contract, that 14-page document that I signed earlier today that I didn't know what was in it. Uh, yeah, in other words, it, it's essentially a Star Trek Fleet Command hot ones or a hot plate or a hot seat or whatever, well, we whatever a, you want to call it. What, 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 what are you late, calling it? Okay, late. she's got an actual name. Yep. All right, she, uh, it's hot twos, hot hot tooties. All right, that's what we're calling it.
4: Encourage so everybody is encouraged <laughs> to post questions in DJ's Discord ahead of time.
0: Oh, okay. So, so, we can, so wait, we can we're going to be we're going to be taking questions from the community for General Manager of STFC David. Echeverry. We are
4: going to be talking about them. You know, when we while uh, Rippers having a nice Coors Light. You know, we'll nope. sit down and we'll look at some of these questions. Not and, having a Coors Light, uh, DJ myself. Ripper, wait, are we going to have Coors Light? No, yeah, we, yeah, are not. we are. Yeah. Oh my God! There's gonna be no. cores light. Oh, sorry, no wrong. It was um, it was a Michelob Ultra. I mean, I'm That's good with that too. That's what we're gonna
0: be having, Michelob Ultra. I mean, I'm fine with that too. I'd prefer cores though. All right, <laughs> it's not worse. All right, no, it'll be fine. All right, uh, Galvanox, you want to know something? I don't have it with me at this second because yeah, so, we're not on camera.
5: You
4: tell.
0: But I did bring my beer helmet. Honest to God, I <laughs> I did, Trader. I packed the beer helmet. So tomorrow. While we're on YouTube Live, I will be sporting my beer helmet. What could so,
1: possibly go wrong? Nothing.
0: All right. Um, all right. Yeah, I don't actually normally do that. We're Let's getting see. we're getting live feeds from our uh, producer, Beck, right now. Oh, yeah. See, apparently I said something I'm not legally allowed to say. Dang it.
4: <sighs> it's okay. Moving on. It's I'm fine.
0: I'm not legally allowed to say that she likes cinnamon and paprika on yeah, t- banana slices on Toast.
4: Okay, DJ. <laughs> why, why can't I talk about that? DJ, it's... I don't understand. It's part of the contract.
0: All right, whatever. Uh, so so there's that. So anyway, very exciting. Um, you know, I know that... Um, we've been l- planning this for
4: a little bit, right, DJ? We have
0: been. Um, the launch of this arc comes at a peculiar time. Like, and this is probably an opportunity for us to go ahead and dive into the game here oh, while we've got a little bit of time.
4: Sorry, last thing. I apologize. <laughs> Please, promote just, more. Just the, the last promotion is this is... The giant kickoff stream for Star Trek Fleet Command's fifth anniversary. We are going to be having a three-month-long anniversary celebration. I can't give all of the different types of events, but there's going to be live swag that people can earn both in and out of game.
0: There's going to be –
4: Is that thing that you were talking about just a little bit ago? Is that for this? It's not on that stream. But it's part of this whole entire thing.
0: So in the next three months, somebody yes. can win that. Yes. Holy smokes, trader! I just I just want to point
1: out if you're giving away mugs, they need to be actually engraved.
0: Oh, we don't have mugs, but we have 3D printed <laughs> enterprises, I believe. Ooh. Wait, what? Really? I'll be putting my maybe. I don't know. You know?
4: I mean, I don't know anything. That could be completely changed. Um, I've heard rumblings. Stradalorian, I'm so why still are you searching.
2: Yeah, then if you never know anything. <laughs>
4: because I. <I've- laughs> I'm a friend of the
0: show, Ripper.
4: Yes! I'm a friend of the show.
0: (laughs) Oh, that was uh, phenomenal right there. Um, Yeah, (laughs) Count DeVille says, finally called out for not knowing things. Um, It's true. So, Trader, uh, before we started the show, Echo was actually talking to you about this grand prize. I I was kind of prepping, so I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention, but it sounded pretty cool, right?
1: Uh, It sounded absolutely amazing.
0: And, you, and you're not you're not BS. Reason. You're not chilling right now.
1: No, I'm not chilling. In fact, I want to know what I need to do to get entered into There's more whatever. Stuff you're like gonna
0: on. have to re-download the game first of all. Well, that's
1: probably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I to- would just say no. that that token that
4: people were able to earn in yesterday's events. No way, really. I would keep an eye out for more events like that, and the details of those tokens will come when we launch officially our fifth year anniversary celebration tomorrow. Star Trek Fleet Command. Official YouTube channel, 11 a.m. PST live stream. 11 a.m. PST. So wait, those tokens are part of this grand prize thing you guys were talking about? Those tokens are part. There's got to.
0: I'll go with all the details. but Oh, yes. my God.
1: No. Um, so, you know, there's some chatter in the game about Rialta skins. I can tell you it's not Rialta skins. Don't worry. It's just a skin for your Diderodix.
4: <laughs> no, it's the Sarko. Oh, God. That- got him. <laughs> uh, I, I can't.
1: You love the
0: Sarko, DJ. <laughs> <sighs> Listen. It, it,
4: <laughs> oh, no, it's for the Mayflower. That's right. Oh, you're a
0: son of a gun. You know that? You and your stupid Mayflower. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to hear about this anymore. No, Hammer. No, honest to God, the, uh, the prize, no, no shill, right? Uh, no shill, nice eyes. <laughs> Funny joke for Ripper there. No shill, beautiful eyes. Uh, no, this prize is actually kind of ridiculous. Uh, I- if anything, I will tell you that... Um, one of the giveaways planned for this five-year anniversary trader is an actual out-of-game experience.
4: I would say oh. get your, uh, make sure you've got some luggage.
0: Better go get your passports. Does that? That's uh, you know that I mean, actually sounds exciting to me. It honestly. does
4: sound exciting.
0: Uh, Fifth-year
4: anniversary, we got to do know. something big, right?
0: Yes, uh, that's exactly what's going to happen, uh, bully. You are going to get to come out here and detail Echo's car.
4: That's the
5: one.
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah. There you go. All right. Listen. Let's talk about this arc. We've we've done a lot of fluff. Yeah. Uh, the arc does coincide, interesting timing wise. Obviously, with us coming out here, we we knew about the arc itself, and uh, as far as the launch, what we didn't know three months ago when we we're planning all this content was what this arc launch was going to entail. This one's actually been a little bit controversial. Yep. Okay. It sure has. It, you know, it sure has. That's why it's still 100 degrees here in the studio, all right? Yeah, Short says, a little? Are you sure? How uh, how little? It it has been... Um,
4: There's no other word but controversial.
0: Controversial is the right word. Now, I, I wish, and I don't know, Trader, maybe you could... I, I don't know what time his class was because we are now... A couple of hours later than what we had originally <laughs> planned with Jules Verne. <laughs> yeah. So Jules, if you are hanging out somewhere, okay, if 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 you are, or maybe we can send you a ping. If you're if you're hanging out somewhere, we would like to get you uh, so that we can talk a little bit about it. Uh, Trader Jules has done a ton of data collection. All right. And and here is his blanket statement. Now I want him to teach on this. So and and honestly, we've been traveling, Trader. Uh, I haven't had yep. time. I haven't even built the ship yet. I I literally – guys, I got rated for 2 trillion resources because I forgot to to put up a shield. It's just been that crazy busy. But, guys, let me read you a crazy quote from Jules Verne, all right, whom you know and trust, all right? He wrote to me earlier today. This is a couple hours ago, Trader. He says, I'm going to be middle of teaching my actual class. I don't know if I'm going to be able to come into voice, but please share this TLDR, The ship's loop outputs far more resources than any other existing loop in the game. Now, Jules Verne is anything but a shill, all right? Jules Verne is is straight-up mathematician. He does the charts. He does all the math. He is saying that starting even right here at Tier 1, that this ship is going to... Is going to pay out more resources than any other loop in the game. As a matter of fact, uh, as he was writing his uh, his synopsis for us today, he basically is trader, kind of calling this like what Bubba and I were, were kind of hinting at yesterday on the show, yesterday morning, was that this ship is a permanent return monthly resource pack in how much it's giving, you know, like those monthly packs that give the loyalty tokens, the loyalty tokens that everybody likes, right? Um, He says that it's literally almost exactly like that. All right? Um, Now, I will tell you, right now, we only have the data uh, fiery, fiery packs. We only have the data on resources, mainly because, and I'm going to let Ripper chime in here, mainly because game design decided to throw all of us a curveball like they never do. And these armadas, these uncommon armadas, actually cost five hundred directives. Ripper, not one hundred, not fifty, not even two hundred, but five hundred. Now I know that when we were nice. lo- when we were looking at the data, when we were talking about the the dailies and and like the the events to source these directives, like with the hostels and the twenty four hour refinery, the three day refinery, like right. you were talking about yesterday on the show, I'm pretty sure the math that I was doing was counting on a $100 – or sorry, not $100, but a $100 directive
2: cost. Why didn't you get the correct directive cost beforehand then?
0: Yeah, DJ. You know, because I would expect some type of mechanical routine or some kind of mechanical uh, precedent or expectation. No, that would make sense. (laughs) Okay.
2: I mean, also never, now, never maybe, assume.
0: Always ver- verify. Mimi, that's what I always said. All right, fair enough. Now, Mimi <laughs> says it's not new because expansion cubes take five hundred directives, and I guess that's fair. But I mean, w- this is also a solo. This is not an expansion. It's not a a cap off mechanic. This is another solo armada. There's no consistency here. So I I want to come back, um, and and ask real quick. Why 500 directives for an uncommon solo armada? I mean, and, and, and I know you and I, we've been so busy. We haven't had a ton of a chance to kind of I mean, it's 100% a uh,
4: Mr. Tiger question.
0: Well, get him on the phone. I, <laughs> <laughs> sure, let me
4: just call him real quick. Yeah, let's
0: just get him on the phone. Um, you know, I, I so there, there are some things to look out for here, okay? But crazy enough, I don't feel like the loop is probably the most controversial thing. No. I think the loop is maybe annoying to some people, another ship, another loop, fine, maybe the resources and materials are worth it. Sure. Let's spend two minutes on that, because I know that that was something we talked about yesterday, is just innovation, creative design, uh, coming up with something new, you know, and, and you know, another form of solo armada. We talked about this briefly yesterday, yep. but you've had a chance to talk to game design. Give us a little bit more insight. Like, why... We, Without being offensive, why this type of copy pasta kind of design? I mean, it's literally trader. Is there anything different about the Monavine than Voyager, or 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 any other multi-tier loop? Like, I, I, I mean, I have counterpoints. Oh, Go, yeah. ahead, trader. Have Go counter-points. ahead, trader. Go ahead, trader. Go to trader first. I will never so interrupt trader.
1: What what I see this as is just a reskin of. Every other loop that we've had in this game. We okay. get we get a new ship and it comes with new hostels, whether they're, you know, actual ships or their armadas, and you have to grind those to tear up your ship and to tear up any associated research. And then when you're done, you're done and it's right. is what it is. So that's how I see it. It's not super exciting to me when I look at it. Sure. Because of that. Because it just seems like it's like the Vidar, it's like the Stella, it's like Mantis. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Your your counterpoints. You say that you've got counterpoints yep. on, on this style of loop and design. Please S- educate us. So the most recent before the spicy
4: pickle um, <laughs> was the Voyager loop. Clip that. That was the Voyager loop, right? DJ, what was the feedback on the Voyager loop? That it was complicated. It was too much. Way too complicated. Too many steps, too many things, too mm-hmm. much going on, too many new resources, all those things, right? And so What I think, and again, I would like to defer to the actual person, and I can ask them. But what I feel like happened was they tried to meet in the middle, right? Give something that everybody was used to, but with a twist, right? There are two different ways of completing this group. You can do the AFK auto farming with the revenge hostiles, or you can actively go and you can defend the hostiles. You have a very clear three-day stretch goal of something that you can continue doing versus your daily turn-ins. And so this is sort of like a, I'm going to meet in the middle of what we've had. The Voyager was too much. Let's see if we can like make it interesting, but still something that is relatively streamlined. And I saw you shaking your head. You disagree with my points. Isn't, isn't mo- <laughs> I'm sentence- glad that
0: you said that because I didn't want to be vocally disrespectful. No, you- but yes, I am rolling my eyes so freaking hard now I've got a headache Why? in the
2: back is of my it, head. Is, but isn't the, the sentiment from most of the community that they don't want another loop at all? They,
4: The sentiment is time investment, right? Yes. And
2: I, Which basically means we don't want another loop.
4: But I would argue how much of a time investment is the Mona be? I don't know. I,
0: I don't know, honestly, at this point. Now, I, I did say, you in fairness... You don't have to click the hostiles into it. Exactly. That was, in, in objective fairness, that's one thing that we talked about yesterday, was that this particular uh, mechanic does allow you to send out a, a passive, uh, to invest passive time, right? Right. Like to send it out like a minor and just let people hit it. So... But then I kind of have to wonder about the fun Ripper. like, right? Yes. What fun is involved in just popping out a ship and letting it let an auto grind for thirty that, minutes?
2: That it feels kind of pointless. It it, it does a little bit, and
0: and which, that's, come, which comes which the resource which comes,
2: which comes down to the thing that I've been talking about for many years now. We need actually like new engaging gameplay. Yeah, you know, right. something to to Which make it fun. Is.
0: That this is, you know, and and again, not to not to necessarily beat up on you, but but no, this fine. loop in particular is so. Listen, it might be rewarding, right? And and I'm not going to say it's not. As a matter of fact, Jules Verne has already said it's going to be rewarding for players. Okay, so I'm not going to disavow that. I I believe Jules like I would believe you, Ripper. If it's if it's going to be rewarding, it's rewarding. But shouldn't we be looking for engaging, fun ways to be rewarding to players? Like to be perfectly honest with you, I know. Oh, Trader Bubba, if he's listening right now, he's going to punch the the. If he's listening on the airplane <laughs> he's on right the plane now, he's, now,
4: there's no way he's
0: listening. Oh, he might. He he probably did the credit card thing so he could just listen to how <laughs> oh, bad this is no. going to be. As a matter of fact, listen, Bubba, if you if you happen to be on the plane and you're listening. I've got Discord able to... You can come in, all right? You can do it. Listen, don't listen to people saying you can't talk on the plane, all right? You can absolutely talk on the plane. Um, The
2: the policy is actually not to make voice calls. I know,
0: I know, but but he could do it anyway. Listen, um, even rare formation armadas... This is where he's going to roll over. Even rare formation armadas, to me, are more engaging than just going out and auto-grinding hostels. Yes.
4: You know, what is... Well, we talk about what was a new and engaging thing we put out recently. TOA.
0: But as exactly like we predicted, that is burst play. All right. We're going to get a couple of days out of that. And, and I am currently now in that holding period, right? I got uh, several good days
2: and now I'm stuck. I do think Q's trials was actually one of like the f- foundationally – the best thing that Whoa, happened- Oh wait a oh, second, hold sh- on. Do we have what? a
0: button? We have a button for that? Uh? I do!
2: <laughs> the best thing that has been designed for this game, basically since Armadas launched. I'm shocked. But there are many mistakes and flaws with it. It needs a lot of work.
4: I can hear your smile. Oh, Actually, stop I can with see that garbage! Stop
2: with that garbage! Listen. No, um, but it—it's it, true. It's a—it's a new thing, and they just there's things that stop it from making it good. Sure. And so, the best does not mean it is good. So best are, compared to what everything else has been. Mm-hmm.
4: So I guess. But here's the question: Did Q's trials increase potentially screen time? Right? so where's the balance? Right, it's hard to f- get the balance of everything. We Which want ca- more resources, more fun, engaging gameplay. Yes, less screen time.
2: Like the the the, the thing. All those I things think are sort of counteracting with each the, other, the, right? The, the opinion that I've very much come to is that with these monthly content releases, there's a strong focus on short term things that don't have any long lasting engaging, repeatable gameplay to it.
0: I don't know if I'd go that far. I do I fundamentally like the v- Because there's just not like the enough time
2: enough and not enough room to really do that. Because if you do really like a lot of engaging, repeatable gameplay, a lot of it, if you if you were to do it every month, this would get so overwhelming. But I think if there was more of a focus of Less, less is less, more. Less trying to do <laughs> new things every month. Why not do every couple months? There's a new, really foundational, big gameplay new thing that can be repeated for a longer term, mm-hmm. and then have like smaller supporting things throughout, and just do it that way instead of trying these big, bigger things every single month, because that just diminishes the the potential that you could put into one single thing. Oh, I I
0: agree a thousand percent when you talk about potential of features, and we've talked about that till we are blue in the face. We've talked about potential of, hell, even forbidden technology, which, yes, crazy has potential, but in its current form is just a dead feature. Uh, What else has potential that's unrealized? Away Team's Assignments. One of, in my opinion, one of the most popular features in the game, Trader, before you you know, hung up your your pips for a minute. <laughs> away teams assignments, community, you pipe in. Are away teams assignments something that you do every single day? And, and I don't feel like any of us hate that. I don't feel like any of us find that to be obnoxious or terrible. As a matter of fact, it's a very rewarding feature that doesn't require a great deal of time investment sure. mm-hmm. anymore. It did, didn't yep. it? Yep, because it did. you had to grind out the XP. All right? So it did. It's the perfect example of what you're talking about, Ripper, something that that can be new and big and full of potential, and that's the focus for for a couple of months, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, it sunsets into something that continues to provide benefit but doesn't cost players time and doesn't cost players money. Um, you've used the uh, the terminology of mastery before. weight teams assignments is a very good example of that. Freebooters, a very, very good example of that. But there's give and take, right? And I think that's what you're talking about. Every single time that we add something, like there is in with the new, out with the old, right? Okay, we can all agree with that, but in with the new, I saw this comment in the chat, in with the new, in with the new, in with the new, in with the new, out with the old, in with the new, and then so on and so forth. It does get to be a little bit much unless we find a way to tie some of this stuff together and allow efficiency to increase in such a way that players aren't spending five and six hours a day on various activities, especially activities that aren't fun. Sure. Yeah. And auto-grinding with the MonaVine the, that is the, not the, the, engaging the, the, in any way.
2: The, the important thing is if if you try to do like new things every single month, you can't do big, new, engaging, fun things because they would just take up too much. Sure. Too much and I'm not- f- for for every player. So so that's kind of a, a thing that I think I, I I fully understand doing monthly things, but I think there's not enough focus on doing okay, we, we start a new thing, we do something big that has a longer tail and then just do support smaller supporting things for the next couple months and then just do another big thing. No, I
4: fantastic points from both of you. And it's really interesting being able to see your face as you're describing this. Um, both of you act everyone here. Um, but this is the thing that I would ask. So there's, you know, away teams, right? Rewarding, easy to do. Are away teams fun? No. Okay, so again,
2: hitting all of the different things. But well, you know why they're not fun? Challenging. You know why they're not fun? I, You're gonna tell me. I was gonna say I, I actually do like them. You like them? Are, are they? Do they provide a fun gameplay activity to you? Okay. Yes and no. When they first came
0: out, they did. There was the puzzle, right? Solving the traits puzzle, figuring out what traits Stewie helped a lot. Puzzle. That.
4: That's a good point. The puzzle okay. is a good point. The
0: puzzle was good in the beginning. But this is where I come back to potential not being fulfilled is we haven't added new assignments. We haven't added new traits. We haven't added uh, new rewards. We haven't added anything to ATAs in two years. All right. I know even we've talked about sourcing of newer content that needs sourcing in the game. And ATAs are a great way to do that. I've even, community, I hate ATA sourcing.
4: How how many people in chat have data right now? How many people have data right now in chat?
0: Data. What does data have to do with it? Data.
4: Data. Sorry.
0: Really? Oh, oh, I thought he was talking about red and green. I thought he was talking about red and green. You're talking about data. Data. Okay. Guess what? My data is literally one more assignment away from a tier five max. I focused on that. Now, I know that people are going to make fun of me for that. All right. Zeron, for example. He's going to make fun of me for (laughs) that. All right. But I did. I focused. All right. And And so... Even community, I've, I've talked about, listen, if, if, okay, let me ask you this because, and by the way, shout out to, I think it was caution, the moderator who said, Hey, listen for ATAs and X board credits, a perfect marriage efficiency. Okay. It fits the loop. It fits the narrative that, that there could be an assignment that increases your, your I think that's a great idea. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Do an assignment for XBORG credits for the research tree, okay? Players, would you use Stewie's tool or would you solve it for yourself to look at those traits? Not only, the puzzle could be better now because now we do have some officers that we've already invested in. So we want to find the combination of officers that we've already invested in plus new officers that we might have to invest in to maximize our potential return of those extremely valuable credits. The puzzle could be bigger now, but we've not even breathed on ATAs in two years.
4: No, I totally hear what you're saying, DJ. I would just say my baseline argument, and I'm not a game designer to be clear, is that checking all of the boxes is sometimes hard, right? Doesn't take much time, fun new gameplay thing, long tail... Like, all of those boxes being checked is just... I mean, Ripper, you work in a very similar industry. Like,
2: it's not always very easy. Very similar industry? I don't know if you've
4: been out public and what you've said of... <laughs>
2: the same industry. You uh, work in video games, it too. It's not always... A literally s- the same industry. Uh, I didn't know if everybody knew. Everybody knows. Okay,
4: fine. It's not always oh
2: easy. God. And you know that's true. We are technically competitors. <laughs> oh,
4: <gosh>. <laughs> <And> <laughs> In real amazing. life and in professional <laughs> life. All right, so, so that's 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 my only argument.
0: Okay, here, I mean me, I don't disagree. Are with you saying,
4: you're saying? But ATAS, yes, it ought, it checks two out of the three boxes: rewarding, not time investment, not really fun, right?
0: Are you saying? And and, and by the way, and, and and I'm not trying to paint you into a corner. No, no, no. I okay. Hit, hit,
4: hit me with it. Just do it.
0: That is the most ridiculous statement of saying something is not possible to be fun, no, I'm rewarding, and engaging. I all three.
4: Not saying it's not possible. I'm saying it. It's not always easy to figure out.
0: Okay, it might not be easy to figure out, but instead of trying to figure it out 12 months a year, do it I three times a year. I am not
4: disagreeing with what your sentiment is baseline. I'm just saying game design is hard.
0: And, and again, I don't think anybody's going to disavow that. I don't think anybody's going to argue that that this game isn't diverse and, and balance is challenging. But what we should be able to, to agree Work on is... What we should be able to agree on is that the designers and the and the lead, even the imagination people, the people just coming up with the ideas for this game, should be trying to do something other than a new skinned armada every month. And
4: we, but there's also like what everybody has their own definition of fun, right?
1: That's true. That is true. Some that, people that, that, spend all day mining. I don't understand it, but they find it fun. <laughs> Uh, I'm not trying
4: to disagree with what you're saying. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just playing devil's advocate uh, on this. That's what he likes to do. What you find fun and what I find fun are very different things. And there are obviously common grounds we all have in trying to find that common ground. That's like your perfect feature, right?
0: But putting 100% of our eggs in one basket for one set of player is, listen, there might be a player out there who loves solo. Hell, I love solo armadas. I've been very vocal in saying that, but God, even now I can't keep up. You know what I'm saying? Like even now, I can't keep up. There's too many. So, adding another, adding more. Liz, I'm a fan of solo armadas. I'm a fan of regular armadas. I'm a fan of formation armadas.
4: You're gonna get yelled at for that. A lot of people do gonna yell, gonna yell at me about you. that. JB
0: yells at me about that I all know. the time. I'm a fan of of playing with my team and doing armadas, but I mean that can't be all we're doing. It can't be now. And some of some of us
1: actually hate armadas. Fair because, enough. Because of the annoyance that comes with trying to manage them and, and cord, that was a yes, that was a huge a feedback in point in
4: of formation. Ramonas is the coordination piece.
0: <sighs> you know, we've only got a couple of minutes left in this segment. Let me let me just ask, and and I, we didn't even talk about what I wanted to talk about. Although this might have been frustrating for players, this might have been burning uh, in players' minds. I know a lot of people have been talking about Freeman and the new lower deck strike team. Okay, which we can talk a little bit about. We, we've got less time than I expected. Uh, because we've talked about this and apparently this is very important to the community the chat's going wild um tell us, please that there is something innovative we saw back to a video with Clay here yep. just a couple of a couple of weeks ago where he said two things and Bubba keyed in on it and he talked about it on the podcast he said he talked about a new ship which now we have and it doesn't feel exciting although it can feel rewarding I'm not going to disagree one does not eliminate the other it just doesn't feel exciting but if there was salvation to that statement he also said clay says that there is an exciting new team play element that is going to be introduced into the game soon now I don't know what the time frame is on that can can you yes I can confirm that confirm it fine can you give us even an idea about what it is, I mean, because I swear to God, if there's a 15 minute timer and a freaking purple circle, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick you right in your kneecap. No, right I can't here give and any now. Details. Nothing. You're, are you really gonna kick me in the kneecaps? Yes, yeah. that's my alarm. Our segment's over. Yes, I would <laughs> kick you in the kneecap if you told me that this was any form of of assault, armada, anything with that. Yes, I will kick you in the kneecap right here and now. I will say, I don't believe so.
4: I haven't checked up on it recently though, which is why.
0: <laughs> maybe one of our maybe one of our guests can talk to us about it because we do have four members of Live Ops sitting out in the lobby right now, Ripper, ready to come in and, and spill all the beans. All right, I I have official uh, it, authorization not, from the legal department for them to say everything that they want to say. It's not an Armada. It better freaking not be, man. <laughs> I, I'm just—I'm here to tell you, it better not. be. It's not an armada.
1: Don't don't worry, Echo. I'll protect you. Thank
0: you, Trader. From Flav- um, the community, maybe.
2: I'm not. So she I can get in all her
0: going punches. Going to protect you. All right. So she can get in all her punches. <laughs> look at okay. AP
6: over here
4: hanging out. He's he's drinking a
0: Kool Aid Jammer right now. Oh, I thought that was like a Boone's Farm or something like that. <laughs> no, he's drinking a Kool Aid Jammer. <laughs> That's my man right there. All right, listen. Um... We do need to take a break. When we come back, we have live ops here as a special guest. Uh, community manager Emperor Echo will be sticking around, and um, we, uh, we're we going to have to crowd in another chair. We're allowed to have two more people in here, but we've only got uh, these mics, so we're going to have to uh, kind of split. Ripper, can can um, Logan sit on your lap uh, sure. or, or Bart? We can get Bart in. Um and so uh we'll we'll get them in Trader can you come and sit on my lap and then and then Gabe can sit on your lap on my lap. <laughs> what? All right.
1: What is happening? I think his girlfriend might have a problem with all this lap sitting. That's all I'm saying. And oh, my, his girlfriend? And my boyfriend Listen, might have a problem with me, it. Let me
0: let me just tell you that Echo invited us to his house. Oh. to cook dinner? <laughs> I made a mistake. Yeah, yes, you did. You did. I really made a because mistake. I intend on I'll preparing come. such an amazing meal that
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what's gonna happen, DJs. Uh-huh.
0: That Echo's Echo's <laughs> wife is just gonna be like You're not
1: invited anymore. DJ's just just, just send me just send me the address and you know, I'll that's show true. up and we'll have a good time.
0: I have seen his car. I might be scared to walk into his kitchen. I mean, that's a possibility. I don't know. All right, guys, listen, we've got to take a break. We've got live ops with us coming up on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. You are listening to a very special live studio broadcast live from Los Angeles, California. This is Talking Treks, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast back after a word from our sponsors. Hang on. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in All Georgia. Right, if you, know you suffered personal injury there, in that. Georgia, you need a buddy. Oh, Give a buddy <laughs> at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call. 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. Dang, folks, you did it again. August goals have been met and now we're two-thirds the way to our huge Partner Plus goal on Twitch. One month to go before we give away $2,000 in Star Trek Fleet Command packs in the month of October. One grand prize winner could inject their account with $1,000 in packs. How do you enter? Well, you can mail a postcard or simply sub to our channel using a tier one or higher subscription for $4.99 or less. Did I mention that this is September oh yeah you can come and save even more by showing your support to the channel and throwing your hat in the ring for some big time winning two months down one to go find official rules on our discord contest rules room for details on how to enter absolutely free and thank you community from the bottom of my furry heart for supporting twitching trek and ultimate djs This portion of the show brought to you by CrazyBunch.org. Are you old like Bubba Joe and get tired playing video games? Surtail has a solution for your health and wellness needs, especially while gaming. You could try an energy gummy for those long incursion events or just to keep yourself conscious while you're doing all that mining. Surtail is an independent distributor of all aerial products you'll need to improve your gaming experience. Message Surtail on Discord or visit CrazyBunch.org for more information.
4: This program is made possible in part by a grant from Townhouse Crackers. And for larger appetites, try our Tudor Mansion with Separate Servants Quarters Crackers.
0: Road Rage the right way with the
4: all-new Dash Bash. The first baseball bat designed specifically for bashing cars. Hey. All over! Our scientists designed the Dash Bash to be powerful,
2: yet compact. You think you can cut me off like that? So compact, in fact, that it fits right in your glove compartment. Say goodbye to your windshield, pal. <laughs> wow, really does pack a punch. Leave your mark with the Dash
7: Bash. On sale now, so you can stock up for the upcoming holiday traffic. This is a public service announcement. You are now advised to have only two drinks per week. Use them wisely.
8: Jeez, this date's going terribly. I'm definitely not going to waste my second drink with this loser.
7: Only pour them out when you really need them. I'm a Lions fan going to the season opener against the Chiefs this week. I need to save those two drinks for when the game's a total blowout. in the first quarter. Or use them for something worth celebrating.
2: The kids
7: are back in school. Pour two margaritas, honey. It's 8 a.m.
2: Like Jimmy said, it's 5 o'clock somewhere.
7: This is the end of the public service announcement. Cheers. But only twice in seven days, of course.
0: love this song so much this is this is a golden oldie right here no that is not david hasselhoff
2: shut the hell
0: up how do you not know the lido song come on who's not singing along you know the lido shuffle right come on
5: are you
6: freaking kidding me right now
0: these young kids no? What Bart? What We're the same age. <laughs> yeah, and but you obviously are a cultured individual, I'm a cultured man, and and you don't you've never heard Sorry,
4: that. I can't hear Bart over the how long his hair is right now.
6: That's a weird thing to not. He's be He's got a to
0: hear. lot. <laughs> of why, what, why do you have problems with hearing when you're just? Because Are I'm you jealous that I have mesmerized. zero hair? Huh. You're captivated by his beautiful hair, uh, as I guess. Wait, Neo Frog says they've never heard it before either. Oh my god, it's a great song. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official <laughs> podcast. And I, I would say that for the first, not nah, not for the first time ever, because we've been official for five years, but I mean, like it's it's in the books now. I mean, okay. there's there, there's nothing. You might have just. There stopped. are
4: no other Star Trek Fleet Command podcasts that I am aware. of. Well, no, I think some other people do stuff similar, don't they? Podcasts?
0: podcasts. Podcast. I don't know. I mean, you guys. I don't know why you try to compete with me, though. <laughs> no one's competing I'm with just saying. you. I mean, uh, but no, no, this is cool because what we've got here is we've got uh, Emperor Echo, community manager <laughs> from Star Trek Fleet Command. We also have. All right, now listen. Trader, I need you to make sure and keep Bart out of the chat, okay? Because I'm afraid that people are gonna—I'm afraid people are gonna be are gonna be fussy uh, about the last arc. But I've been on record, even in the last grading show, I was on record. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're joined by the August arc runner, uh, Bart. You guys saw him on uh, on his videos that he made. Uh, he did the yes, Phil. You got to be nice. Uh, Griffin says, Bart did a great job. I agree. Bart is with us, the August Arc Runner. Welcome, Bart. How are you, my man? What are you doing? Woo.
6: I'm good, dude. How are you guys doing today?
0: Uh, really, really appreciate you being here. Thank you very much. Uh, also, we are joined uh, today. Now, I, you know, your name is not one that the community is super familiar with yet. So I, I'll just ask you, do you want me to use your 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 incognito name, or can I refer to you as your as your mama's given you name?
7: Uh, either works. Uh, there's a video coming out tomorrow with my given name. With so. your
0: given name in it. All right. So the, the name that your mama gave Sneak you. Sneak peek, baby. Uh, yeah. So you guys are going to meet Mauricio for the very first time today. Mauricio, welcome. You are our September ARC runner. So you yes. are two or three days in uh, to your ARC, and we've got these two. Uh, here to kind of talk about the last arc and this one and we're going to kind of kind of piece this together and we don't have a ridiculous amount of time with these guys but i uh, but i do yeah he is quiet well yeah we've already i've already put that microphone right on his lips
7: we should be good now
0: yeah uh yeah he's still still quiet i'll, I'll turn him up a little he's bit there he's a soft spoken yeah. man he is he is uh we just need you to listen just put your lips on it Hello. Oh, okay. All right. Just, <laughs> that, Is that better? That's actually, yeah, great. That's oh, actually amazingly better. I'm um, seriously the, the the softer you talk, but the closer you you put it in your mouth, all right, the better that it sounds. Bart, try it. Put it in your mouth. Just do it. Okay. That sounds pretty good, man. I'm just saying. All right, uh, <laughs> just, just right there. All right, um, let me let me start with with you, Bart. Bart, you were the arc runner last month. There was um, there was some controversy. You and I even got a chance to talk a little bit because you tried something a little bit different. You, for the first time, you were the first arc runner that tried to stage event store loot. Stack it differently throughout the months. Yeah, um, it threw players for a loop. You you even told me <laughs> you said, "Hey, listen, if players are trying to pace out, if they're trying to do projections, it's not going to work." So we've got some bigger things coming, and and you did. You ended up salvaging. And in my opinion, these were my words that you salvaged the event store. You were able to put together uh, a reasonable expect uh, expected amount of loot. It wasn't you know, anything to slap your grandma about. All right. But it was within the realm of expectation. It was not, um, a, a, a lowest of all time, if you will. But talk to me a little bit about the idea you had for staging that loot. Cause I know it was original. It was a new thought. You and I talked about this a little bit. Uh, what was your thought process behind that? And is it something that you're likely to try again?
6: Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to, you know, since I'm finally getting a chance to speak a little bit, I came here with a gift for you. Oh, wow! It's one of wow. my favorite
0: childhood drinks. A little oh, Kool-Aid he brought jammer. me one. He brought me a Kool Aid jammer. I am so <laughs> drinking this right here and now. That is amazing. We saw you out there. I thought it was like a like a one of those little travel boons Farms things or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> he no, boozing yeah. on the job. Oh god, well, yeah, Kool Aid. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm very no, kidding. I'm uh, sorry. God, but anyway, the drink enjoy yeah um let's talk a little bit about um the august arc and the stacking of loot you know something new that we had this you know past month was those events those slbs with event store currency Mm -hmm. right and the last one if you got into it was a lot higher um in terms of prizes and everything else you had to qualify for the first 15 days last five days you had these slbs where you get a lot higher prizes in them and that was kind of the point too. Is well, first of all, I was thinking, hey, most people wait until the end to get to use any of their loot anyway, right? Mm. It's gonna freak people out uh, that it's coming later, but also the people that are playing a lot and doing the events um, and you know playing every day, the ones that are gonna be in that final SLB will have a chance to you know get it all at the end and make sure they're not angry that they spent it earlier in the event stores mm-hmm. events.
0: You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that makes sense, and that is consistent with some of the teaching that goes into the event store, which is, you know, hey, let's make sure that we've seen the final version of the event store because there were modifications, there were things added, there were the limited-time bundles that got added in Mm -hmm. uh, where you did some extra uh, discounted officer shards and things like that. So it it does kind of land consistently with we try to get people to spend at the end. But then, you know, you got your super nerds out there like myself (laughs) that are trying to pace out and making the chart and, you know, the growth and all that of of loot. Let me ask you— as far as future arcs, uh, and I don't know if you've got an event store on your horizon or anything like that, but specifically with either that mechanic or even Rialto Racing, which was something that you innovated, right? That was your, yep. your new event. Um Is there... Uh, a hint or a feeling about anything that that you're working on now, and maybe want this opportunity to kind of kind of gauge the player base uh, on engagement or or the idea, because you're you're a very creative guy. Rialto Racing, thank you, was a very interesting uh, event. I think that the implementation needs a little bit of improvement, just in the fact you know we had the delay with the launch on the grand final day, and then mm-hmm. half the globe was in bed. You know, when when that one final ran, um, how opposed are you to, to running that final multiple times?
6: Yeah. So, I mean, the main thing is, how do we make this the most enjoyable event for players everywhere? You know, um, and that's the best part about the best and worst part about being the first one to do it is that it's exciting and it's new. But there are going to be those things that we just haven't quite figured out yet. Um, So already from the first one, we've taken a bunch of notes um, from people in Discord, um, from talking to other people within the company, and trying to figure out what changes we should make uh, for the next time we run an event like this. Um, We already talked about it um, and, you know, have some great ideas for the next time we do do something like this. I can't (laughs) explain what those ideas are, but they're ideas that, you know, will make players happier. Maybe, you know things where you could see the event for a longer time. Um, so that way it's not as big of a surprise. Uh, more communication is always a big thing as well. Um, and if you went back towards, you know, the event store stuff with the event store currency, um, another thing is more communication around that. Um, we've, we saw, you know, what made you guys angry. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, you know what? If, if we decide to do this this way again... This is what we have to do to make sure that people aren't as upset the next time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just iteration on iteration. Um, and we're listening to you guys and everything you say. And, you know, I, I know I am personally working on, you know, making everything better uh, than it was the last time I ran it. And I'm, I know all of my colleagues are, too.
0: Uh, Mauricio, you're uh, running this current arc, and I noticed in your calendar, you've got a Realta Racing event that you have built in this month as well. Can you tell us about how you have structured that event? Is it what we saw during the August arc, or have you already put into place some of those implementation changes that Bart was talking about?
7: Uh, It is pretty similar to what we ran last month, but there are a lot of small changes that will make it better for players to participate in them, both in the qualifying rounds and the final. Uh, In qualifying rounds, last time I think we did 10 rounds uh, throughout two days. This time around, it'll probably be six or seven. Uh, We're still determining that. But the way it's going to work, events reset at 9 a.m. Pacific time Mm -hmm. every day. Uh, I think last month, one of the... uh, one of the qualifying runs started at 9, which caught players kind of off guard. Right. Uh, we pushed that back. Players will now see the event at 9, but it won't start until 10 a.m. Okay. Uh, we're still ironing ironing out how many runs and how often they'll be. But for now, it's looking like we're going to run it every six hours six times. So within the next, I think it's day and a half or two, players all over the world world will see these six runs and be able to qualify for them, uh, and then for the finals. The finals, uh, we did segment them out per region this time. Wonderful. So let's say APAC servers will get them, I believe it's at noon on that Sunday, Sydney time, Sydney, Australia, and then EU is noon London time. Uh, And then U.S. servers will be noon Mountain Time. So it'll be around or should be 11 a.m. here in California. So we're still doing
0: just one of those slots, but you're going to stagger those uh, to be a a daytime kind of run for that particular region. Now, that is a step in the right direction, okay, but there are still some servers with players that span a lot of time zones, especially in APAC. Let me ask you, what would be involved? Because we're, we're not talking direct competition, right? I don't have to interact with you. I just have to score the the racing points, right? Now, I, I could go in and kill your ships, right? And that's a that's a real mechanic. Bart, I didn't see nearly enough of that last month. I know you were very subtle about that. Are you going to tell people this month? Mauricio, are you going to tell people to, this month to, like, go blow up Rialtas? Like, because I don't think players got it last month.
7: I mean, that is in the event description. You can see it on the IGN. So, are you going to add scoring for it? Uh No, this is purely racing. Okay, we want to keep it to racing. Not not make it a, a BVP event. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <what>? who knows? <laughs> okay, no. who you, knows? I mean, that's what we're trying to do, right? Keep being
6: creative and keep expanding the game and events. So
2: who.
4: Is going to get caught by a Rialta killing machine crew versus a Rialta speed crew. Which
0: leads into my second question. Given the fact that we do have some time zone problems, all right, and it, it sounds like you're trying to address those with the qualifying rounds and even staging different times with the final round, but you had mentioned an idea last month about, about tokens. Right. Mm -hmm. Bubba, you zip it. All right. (laughs) Now, Bubba, you said that you wanted it to be a jumping off point. All right. I'm trying to get them to jump off. What if the finals still had multiple opportunities to run, but you got an entry token, right? That gives players over the course of that 24 hours an opportunity, maybe four different times or six different times to come in and choose a time of of their convenience to be able to come in and compete. Uh, But they can still only do one. If they qualify, they get the token. They can enter one of those races, and that's the only one that they score in, which then builds in the PvP aspect. In the rounds that they are not racing in and not scoring in, they can then transition their speed crew to a Vidar and come in and actually preventatively play against other players. They won't be able to score, right? PvP is not a mechanic, but they can defensively score by... Eliminating the their opponent's offensive score. Not only are you uh, introducing, and like the community doesn't like that idea very much. (laughs) All right, fine, fine. You guys don't like this idea very much. Uh, But, but listen, okay. Retrieving says I love it. Thank you. I got one. (laughs) I love it out of out of the whole thing. There's two mechanics that it solves. There, guys. One is that you are giving players multiple opportunities with an entry token all right, uh, multiple opportunities to play at a time of their choosing. But two, you're also actually giving players two different ways to score in an event, even though their scoreboard is only going to reflect one run. They can still defensive, uh, defensively play. Maybe too late for, for this particular month uh, with, with all of that, but is there is there enough time to still modify the finals event?
7: Oof. Right now? The only thing that's sort of missing is finalizing the the scheduling of these events, what time they'll run and what day. In terms of the actual, let's call it the configuration where it's either add a at a uh, redeem token to enter that event, it might be a bit too late for this event. Um, I will take this in consideration. Uh, I know we can probably sneak it in, but uh, I'd have to see, sort of where we're going at with this event because to me, primarily, it is a racing event. Um, I'm pretty sure, Bart, sort of... You're a fan of Formula 1, right, I think? Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) For sure. Because of his love of racing, and I really like it too, I think he just based it around this being a racing event. Uh, And as you know, there is only one Grand Prix that players should strive for. Uh, If we give them... Multiple attempts at it, I think, like it diminishes the value. Of I don't mean that multiple attempts.
0: I mean multiple opportunities to play, but only one actual attempt with a token. Because listen, even if you centralize the time right for their region, you still got people that, that work night shift. You still got the third shifters. You still got the ambulance workers, the fire truck drivers, and fire truck drivers, firefighters. I think is the <laughs> most commonly accepted term. You still got doctors and nurses, and and you know. And you know, then you got people that that pass out in a drunken stupor, like Echo. So you you can't always thanks DJ. No, <laughs> you're welcome. You can't always know what that schedule is going to be, um, especially when we're talking a ten minute event, yeah. right? Which I will, on the flip side of that, praise that this was not impulsing around a system for an hour exactly. or thirty minutes. I, right? I, like I knew I, that would I, not be good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can praise that part of it, but it also is so quick. It's so one and done. Like the, To be yeah. honest with you, the qualifiers, I felt like were fine. Multiple opportunities. You only had to qualify once to get the final. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the scoring hooks kind of worked. So I, I wasn't, well, I mean, they did work. I, so I wasn't really um against that particular piece of it. It was just like, you know, you had two days of qualifying, you were building up, and then phew, it, it's very much like the Kentucky Derby, right? You spend yeah. all year getting excited about it. And then the race is over in three minutes.
6: You know? oh, for sure. So um, That's fair. And, you know, I, I love your idea, too. I, you know, I think that's great. Uh, I think it would be cool, uh, you know, to kind of do that with the token. I totally understand what you're saying. Um, I think it would take some work on our side to make sure that those tokens and exactly what we want to do um, work perfectly on the back end. You guys are no strangers to creating new currencies, Bart. You got Hey, this, but Bart. how many times have you had to use entrance tokens for SLBs? Hmm. <sighs> Never. Never. It's just opt-in. to in.
4: think
0: about that. Exactly. And yeah. how are we going to token lock a system that isn't like – I don't mean token lock. You don't need a token no, lock. No, I you don't. Know, I token entry, Like a ticket. Yeah. No, well, ticket en- – well, they're still not solo leaderboards. They're still not there.
6: solo leaderboards. Yeah.
0: See, I mean there's oh, like – Oh, my so goodness. So here's the thing. Shut up, Echo. It's <laughs> like
6: we I, – I love it. You know, like I want to do that. Um, I think that idea is great. It's something that we can work on. But also from like just a product management standpoint, um, like what we do is when we iterate like this – we're trying to figure out, you know, the perfect direction to go for our players to make everybody happy. And if you go from uh, one the first try of the event to an extremely different one, then you really can't tell, you know, what mm-hmm. was working and what wasn't. Um, if you only change one or two things, it's a lot easier to figure out, you know, what was working for that event and what wasn't. Um, and then, like, trying to make the players happier with the event but the problem with jumping around like that is too many wow, variables.
0: Too many variables. Absolutely. What if we just? What if it's wrong every time? We do the same thing in in our testing of gameplay mechanics. You can only change one thing at a time. I yeah. totally get it. And and so that's that's valid. Let me address this real quick, and then I want to move to to another topic with the both of you. But, um, this last run highlighted a little bit of a sour patch in STFC history uh, when scrapping was first introduced. Uh, it's not a huge number of players, but it certainly does exist. And in this particular event, this past month, as it turned out, ended up being a significant chunk of your loot. Now, this month, obviously, we're not doing loot, uh, Mauricio, so there's going to be other event rewards in there. But we've got a significant, well, you've got a 2x advantage if you happen to be one of those players mm-hmm. that have multiple realtas. So I'm sure you guys have talked a little bit about this because that was very loud feedback after the last one. Is there a way to – have you made an adjustment for that this month? Is there a way to limit players to one participating Rialta?
7: Unfortunately, we couldn't – we currently don't have anything to limit that. Uh, It is something we are actively looking into, but uh, as Bart says – there are minor th- minor adjustments we wanted to make on the first run of the event, and now for the second one.
0: Sorry, if you got something to say, just I'm say it, man. Notes. He's, uh, yeah. Stop distracting my guests. Sorry, sorry. Now sorry, I got to read what you what you talk about. <laughs> All right. Yeah.
7: So the why are you this- asking
0: him if about <laughs> bananas, dude? That is so inappropriate. <laughs> God, he's just over here doodling bananas. Why do you bananas. think writing it down? Trader, take a picture of all the bananas he drew on that picture, and we're <laughs> going to put it up in the graphics room, all right? God, inappropriate. Um, So there are some hooks in the game, maybe not necessarily equipped for this. But see, you still couldn't do, like I was just thinking about a Rialta skin, but mm-hmm. you couldn't do that because they're not unique, right? You can still apply the skin to multiple ships. like yeah. You have it unlocked. Um, oh, oh, let's make oh community, you wanna be really mad at me today? You wanna be re- you've ar- you already you've already been fussing at me. Blue Mandalorian says use an officer. Seb Kino knows where I was going. How about we uh create a super ultra epic version of forbidden technology that is only equipable on one singular Rialta. Um <laughs> and it costs ten times as many Isolitic uh whatever thingies to to upgrade. That's a
4: great idea, DJ.
6: Uh, Ship uh-huh. it. Ship it. I think, uh, it. I think it. uh I think it's- having an officer on there might be a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this,
7: this is something we have been discussing, but for this run, it might be too late to... I was totally kidding about forbidden technology. No, no, no. Burn no that I don't to mean the ground. The, the but the officer te- may... I mean, yeah, yeah. What Bart said about the, the officer having a specific one that pretty much all players should have or most have. That would be great. And or it if limits it-, it to one ship, but mm-hmm. for this specific run, I believe it is Not ready late. yet. Okay. Okay. Um, But it is, like, we do want to remove that competitive uh, advantage of players that have two Rialtas. Um, Because, yeah, at the end of the day, this is all about players being able to, to participate in for the playing field to be even. And, yeah, it's... for players to have a good time and maybe shoot down a ship or two. Yeah. You if know, I aren't. gotta be honest no with you
0: guys. Shooting. You guys are saying it has to be a lower deck officer, but it doesn't have to be. The no. reason you want it to be a lower decker is because you want to keep your speed crew, but wouldn't it provide additional crew jitsu <laughs> I love that word. It's his, his word. I'm gonna get a t-shirt made with it. Wouldn't it provide additional variance in your guys' crews if it had to be a bridge officer? If you had to take away Curon or Una... Or or Claw. If you had to take one of those three away and put on MBANGA, who, by the way, that's who it needs to be. That's who it needs to be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, then, yeah, that that might provide – it might. I mean, I don't know. We'll I don't know if this about is later, possible,
4: but. but I thought this was a cool idea. Doc dependent. Only Doc A scores.
0: You know that would be a new hook. We've never be, seen that it, hook. That's before. what I'm saying. Uh, I,
4: would, like, uh, I guarantee you that would have to be created. now yeah, we've never an interesting discussion.
0: Never seen that. Uh, never seen that uh, hook present in the game. All right, let me uh, let me ask you guys something. Uh, we've got about six seven minutes left in this segment, um, Mauricio. Let me ask you uh, because you and I have worked together. I guess what six seven months now, right? Uh, this yeah. yeah, it's not been super long. Um, this is your second arc, I believe, right? Are we love to, to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this is your second full arc. Um, so you've had the opportunity to play in a lot of your team's content, uh, more than, the, than some of the content that you have written. So tell me, from your gameplay experience, allow the players to peek inside your design mind. Do you prefer uh, passive events, active events, PVP, mining. Like tell me about one of your favorite mechanics or favorite events that your team has written, that your live ops team has written. Tell me about one of the one of your favorite events that somebody else has written as it might influence your design. Got
7: it. Okay. Um it, it, it was one of my events from my last arc. Um, <laughs> I, my favorite no, 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 event <laughs> was one that <laughs> I wrote. Take is bitches! Right, so my, <laughs> my not knowing the game as well led to what was for me probably mm-hmm. one of the best experiences I've had in the game so far. I inadvertently stacked a PvP event with an Armada event.
0: Oh my god! Ago. I remember, guys. Do you remember that? Y'all were so mad, and, and but I, there, there were people that liked that.
7: JB, I remember
0: <laughs> you liked that. Shinzola says that was a yeah. glorious day. Thank you. Shinzola. So that was an accident.
7: This was an accident. Yeah, I, I had an idea where I was gonna run events over the full weekend. So instead of them being twenty four hours, they would be forty eight to just let players play at their own pace on weekends, and. <sighs> And yeah, I remember that I got so yelled at.
4: that. No. <laughs> you know, okay, so really, so I thought players. It liked was. That? It was. Okay. I mean, some people love PvP, yeah, yeah, yeah. and some people
0: disdain. There, there were PDP. two. There were two things about that weekend. I remember this specifically now. You were the first one that introduced weekend-long events that yes. players could stack up on Saturday, or stack up on Sunday, or stack up on Monday, and they could do all of them like you didn't launch a Saturday event, a Sunday event and a Monday event like you or you did Monday. It was a Friday, Saturday, yeah, and Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Saturday. And you did 72 hours on like five or six different events and and just let players play at their own pace, which I remember there was a ton of players that really really enjoyed that play at your own pace. There were some other players that said, you know, I knocked it all out first thing and then I was a little bit bored for the rest of the weekend. But like here in the chat Griffin says That was uh, a huge win, was the play at your own pace. We talked about that a lot that month. But a side effect of that was armadas and PvP
7: at the same time, which some players still liked. Um, I liked it because there was open PvP. It was, quote-unquote, allowed on my server. And I just remember rushing from system to system, tagging armadas as we got to them and then either stealthing or moving somewhere else while the countdown timed down, and then rushing back to the Armada with my Alliance members to actually do them. And it was this game of like cat and mouse with some of the bigger players on our server. We probably could have knocked that out in, I don't know, 10 minutes, but this ended up being probably 30 to 40 in completing that event, but it was It was also exciting. It It was was engaging,
0: yes. That's what we're
7: talking about. I just slapped the crap <laughs> out of Echo. I have sunburned, too. That sunburn is what we're talking too. about.
0: Ow. That is what I'm talking about, <laughs> that right there. That is not even game design. That is simple event design that, that he created. He was revolutionary with that, Mauricio. That Those two mechanics that weekend, not only the play at your own pace, which, Trader, you can see, the chat is absolutely loving that. We remember it only happened one time. The chat is literally unanimous. In that they love that concept. But then even the PvP over the Armadas was fun, and that is how you can take an existing mechanic and actually turn it upside down. Echo and have a little bit of fun with it. Change the meta. Change the grind and the boredom. You know? He's not even listening. I'm (laughs) going to smack him again.
4: Yeah, Yeah, you look at the chat.
0: The chat's loving it. You you hurt me physically. I did did physically assault him. Uh, I apologize. Clip it. All right, Um, (laughs) so so that was one of your favorite things. Ironically, still your own creation. Um, Let me ask you: Is that something that you're going to do again? Do you Uh, have something like that planned for us this month? Not
7: this month. Uh, Since this month's arc is around Lower Decks, and I love that show with all the Easter eggs and references to other shows, I tried to pack as much as I could into this month in terms of. references so there are going to be a lot of events that either reference an event or a joke made within lowered x or sort of a meta joke throughout all of star trek uh unfortunately we will not be having those week-long events uh but there are all these sort of Snippets of Star Trek lore and jokes. those are going to be progression based, so yes. you couldn't
0: really lump them all together if you're wanting to kind of lead players along yes. a along a storyline. Bart, let me come to you. Your favorite Ooh. event that one of your teammates have written?
6: Oh man, um, so many people are so creative on our team. Um, that's what makes them so great. But you know, I really enjoyed uh, what was it, um, July or June? Actually, I think. When all the events kind of had this storyline going along with them, I um, thought that was really cool because it was like twenty days of just storyline events. Yeah,
0: that was uh, that was, that Logan's. was Logan. Logan. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was yeah. Logan's arc. Now, you know, funny enough, Directive it's, it's interesting that you really enjoyed that because that was actually something that the players were not super excited about mm-hmm. because of the time crunch it put them in to finish the missions. Uh, of course JB says who reads event text? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> some people do A JB. A lot of people do. I do, especially lower decks. By the way, shout out to the narrative team for lower decks. Do you guys mm. agree? Do you guys have any input in writing these missions or does this come from the the narrative guys like 100%? That's uh, our
6: narrative team. Yeah. Um we like It's night and yeah, day.
0: We get it. Like we get
6: the mission text and we get to see it all and you know that's why like we also can sometimes try to, you know, create events around it. But really, it's like our great narrative team and you know, they're super creative and they know everything about Star Trek.
0: So. it's night and day. I mean, you can really feel the difference like with this Lower Decks arc. Mm-hmm. It's written like the show. Like you say you're a huge Lower Decks fan, so even the last time Lower Decks was out, I'm sure you went through and read those missions. It authentically felt like a Lower Decks episode. It it's almost like different people are writing them. <laughs> Because yeah, no. this arc, even the missions that I've seen so far, like I, I flying jockstrap across. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, that's funny. I took screenshots. By the way, <laughs> community, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it. I don't know if you guys saw it or not. But there was a reference in one of the missions, Trader, to melting faces. And I'm just going to take that as, a, as a, a nod of respect to our Twitch stream there, Trader. That uh, that we melt faces all the time, and they actually put it into uh, into the mission text. So, so you, that was one of your your favorite things was pacing out the story. Um, something that you're likely to repeat or reiterate on. I somewhat? mean, it,
6: it's uh, it's difficult to say. I, I think I took like a little bit of that, right? Um, especially I made this whole like little lead up of SMS events into the Antarian um, Transstellar Rally, which was the race. Um, And all of that was, you know, later seasons of the Voyager. So it was, you know, I'm not pacing it out with the missions, but I'm really taking the storyline to heart and where we are in the seasons and the arc part of it to try to kind of give this finale since we were in part four. Um, I I want to like every single arc, I want the storyline to be a part of it too. Um, I, I think that just brings everybody closer into the lore and everything Star Trek, and you know, a lot of us are here not just because we love gaming, but because we love Star Trek, too. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, Fantastic. I really, really appreciate the time you guys have spent with us today. We are out of time with you guys because we've got two more of your team ready to come in here and talk about some of their stuff upcoming. Mauricio, you get the final question. Uh, I know that you've got a video dropping tomorrow uh, with... Uh, again, very much kind of like you and Logan have also done to set the stage. You know, I gave you a lot of credit last <laughs> month saying that man, he's the only one that's ever done it. And Logan sends me a message. He's like, you know, listen, guy, I uh, I made one of those too. Um, do you want to give our listeners a little bit? Of- I heard you did one too. He's, he's going to come <laughs> in yell about it. I did one in January. Did you really? Yeah. God, well, we we got really really forgot about, about that. That was the first one. We did it back in January. See, so what oh, I said was factually correct. Yeah. You were the first one. Okay. back's about to kick down the door. <laughs> I know. Okay. we, we st- I, I still got 20 seconds. Mauricio, <laughs> um, anything that you would like to say to the players as kind of a final send-off for what you've got? We're very early in your arc. There's yeah. still 16, 17 days left. No, more. 18 days left. What can players look forward to? What is the thing that you're most looking forward to revealing to the players this month?
7: Um... Event descriptions. I really put in a lot of work. Hmm, as okay. I said, uh, I work with n- narrative and making sure that what is being said in those events makes sense. Uh, like I said, I'm a huge fan of the show. Uh, tried to and uh, make the events reference something from the show, uh, make it as funny as possible. There is one event series later this month uh, that has Andy Billups as his princely high self, mm-hmm. as Prince Andorithio. Um, I had a lot of fun just writing out those event descriptions, so hopefully players will like them too.
0: All right, very good. Oh, sorry, I muted you because our time's up. I didn't want you to straggle us out. What, what, were you, what were you trying to say? You're telling gamers to read?
7: Yes, yes. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Listen, you should watch cutscenes. You should read what's going on. Oh, in I never games. watch
0: cutscenes. Oh, <laughs> I always read the missions, though. I'm that guy. All right, guys. Uh, ladies and gentlemen are August and September Arc runners, Mauricio and Bart. You guys know them. They are from our live ops team in a very special exclusive intimate. Live sit down inside the Scopely Studios. My name is Ultimate DJs. We've got to take a very quick break. When we return more live from Los Angeles with uh, more arc runners and more insight into what's coming in Star Trek Fleet Command's future. I am Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We return in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Yo, what's up, Commanders? Great news about PVPTarget.com. You've known for a while that it exists and has some great reference tools regarding PVP banding and common crew loadouts, but they've recently launched brand new tools on the site, including a brand new cargo calculator page as well. This isn't your typical max cargo style calculator, but a brand new unique tool that identifies the timer until you go over cargo. The game timer might tell you how long to zero the node, but how long until your miner is at risk? You can find out now by using the brand spanking new cargo calculator at pvptarget.com. Dang, folks, you did it again. August goals have been met and now we're two-thirds the way to our huge Partner Plus goal on Twitch. One month to go before we give away $2,000 in Star Trek Fleet Command packs in the month of October. One grand prize winner could inject their account with $1,000 in packs. How do you enter? Well, you can mail a postcard or simply sub to our channel using a tier one or higher subscription for $4.99 or less. Did I mention that this is September. Oh yeah, you can come and save even more by showing your support to the channel and throwing your hat in the ring for some big time winning. Two months down, one to go. Find official rules on our Discord contest rules room for details on how to enter absolutely free. And thank you, community, from the bottom of my furry heart for supporting Twitching Trek and Ultimate UltimateDJsPlays.com. Talking Trek is brought to you in part by MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is the biggest and best Facebook page all about toys. Meet other like-minded individuals that share in your same interest. Have hard-to-find rare toys or know someone looking for your special piece of nostalgia. Old toys or new toys, hard-to-find toys, doesn't matter. With MN Toy Posse, you can find it, buy it, or sell it. Visit today at facebook.com slash posse. That's facebook.com slash posse for the toy collector in all of us.
4: This program is made possible in part by a grant from Ify Brand Peanut Butter that sometimes smells more like fresh roasted peanuts and sometimes smells more like damp old newspapers. Hey, I had a really nice time tonight. You want to
0: go out this weekend? Sorry, you're really nice, but we just don't have a connection.
3: You have home insurance, car insurance, life insurance, heck, even pet insurance. Introducing Sucker State Dating Insurance.
2: With Sucker State, you'll be covered from outrageous prices. $97 for four cocktails? I should have just stayed home and drank by myself.
7: As well as today's even more outrageous dating scene. You look different than your profile picture. Jamie. Are you going to finish that burrito, big boy? Check, please. Don't lose
3: money in today's miserable dating scene. Protect yourself with Sucker State Dating Insurance.
0: I love how Lord Sunday says, man, music is great today, Trader. And then immediately after that, Phil's like, God, this music sucks today. But Who, who doesn't like Taylor Swift? First of all, you know. You know I'm, I'm, a, I'm a T-Swift fan. Not only that, but we're with Valley Girl Beck today. All right. She's a T-Swift fan. She sings T-Swift for us. She does. Shake, 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 shake. All right. We like it in here. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Yeah, that, that's right. k two says don't lie. That's actually Beck singing right now. It is. That was Beck uh, right there singing the, that song right there. Appreciate it very much. Uh, thank you guys so very much for being here. What a great uh, thing this has been today. Like I'm, I'm super excited. This this kind of thing is is fun and interactive and and having, you know, you guys here sitting with us. It, it's this is this is kind of awesome, I think. Uh we've got uh like don't you think? This has been kind of I cool? think this has been fantastic. This has uh, been a lot of fun. We have two more guests with us uh here as we get ready to wrap up our show today. Um and uh, I'm going to introduce both of them. One of them with uh like I'm not even going to use his real name because I've known you as a different name forever. Like this might just mean me being a, a jerk, but I've called you the wrong name for like 2 years now. But in fairness, it was always it was always my little pet name for you, <laughs> right? I uh ladies and gentlemen, introducing uh from the Live Ops team, this is I'm going to call him Scoobs. What's up Scoobs? How you doing man? Welcome. Hey, what's up? Okay. And also, ladies and gentlemen, perhaps the most charismatic character that we've got here. And he says that I'm just the. What did you say earlier? I'm just the cool and. What did you say? The the calm and. and uh, I'm just mild mannered. Mild mannered. Yes, the mild mannered Logan. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Logan is here with us. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate you having me on the show, DJ's. K92 says, "Don't worry, he gets names wrong a lot." Shut up, K92. <laughs> all right, I, I got I got this all figured out. Don't you worry about it. All right, so uh, guys, appreciate you guys being here. Um, you guys are also members of the live ops team, and uh, you guys are what the community refers to as arc runners, right? You guys uh, create stuff and uh, with the event design work within what game design has given you. Uh, as a matter of fact, and uh, I don't know if you're if, if you want to publicly own this, I thought it was a great series, the one that you and I most recently discussed as your Between the Arc series. Is that something you would like to talk about today? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, guys, you guys may remember, and and it wasn't without its technological failure. I know that, that Bubba would come in and say that, you know, hey, there was some really good design here, but... Man, and I remember talking to you, like, even even you were like, man, if if this had just popped off, right? Like, we had, there were a lot of engineering things and the mm-hmm. hooks that didn't fire off. But, ladies and gentlemen, for those yeah. of you who may not remember what I'm talking about right off, we're talking about the Inter-Arc series from uh, from the Herogen Hunt series, the three-stage progressive event. That was your event that you wrote, right? Yes, yes, it was. Tell us a little bit of, of, of your of your learnings from that. I know you and I talked. I, I still felt like it was a, a great design concept. Um, I feel like the hooks and some of the mechanical stuff failed us there. Um, but yeah. even Bubba had come up with a couple of ideas about how to make even the progression piece of it truly a rewarding progressional experience. Um, tell us that we'll see that event again because I think it's – too good to, to be a one-and-done. Yeah,
3: you know, I, I don't want to make any commitments that I can't make, but mm-hmm. um, I did dive into a lot of the data. And, you know, on the qualitative side, you know, you see all of the feedback that everybody was saying. and Everyone was very vocal, both positive and negatives. And we we heard everything. And we, I, I personally went through and saw a lot of the feedback that people players were giving, giving us regarding the event. Um, and the data says, like, it did pop off. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw a lot of activity from players around the Armadas, around the events. Um, and it kind of proved to me that, you know, novelty is great. Players love novelty, they like new ways to engage our game.
0: Do I need to smack you again? Please don't. All right. I'm just saying, Dude. listen, so far, three out of the four I arc Runners not have already said the I, same thing that I you and I talked about. I don't
8: disagree with you, DJ. No. I just hey, DJs. Always, whatever. Foreshadowing. I'll I'll probably corroborate that point as well. So, I, so you got oh, two. Great. You got cool. two coming yeah. at yeah. you. A yeah. okay? the smack there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got two smacks coming. All right. Because
0: so far then that's going to give me a one hundred percent. Golly, DJ. I don't know. Maybe you know what the hell you're talking about once in a while. You I don't never know. know what you're talking about. <laughs> Clearly. Um, so you saw some really interesting data. Now there were, as Wham points out, love the concept, great design, but man, there was mm. so much engineering failure there. Um, that was also the one where we probably did see a lot of auto grinding. Yep. I let me ask a stupid bold question.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: That event saw more auto grinding than this game has seen in years. Yep. We saw that. Did that inspire the Monovine?
3: No. Nobody even talked to me about the Monovine. Monovine
0: was like already already, the, like, already cooked
3: like in the shipyard.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, yeah. fair enough. So. I, I'm just wondering because it's it's almost like Scopely has never really acknowledged auto grinding as like an actual mechanic in this game. As a matter of fact, it's not even reliable in a lot of scoring events. Sometimes revenge hostels will yeah. score, other times they won't score. Sometimes, uh, like with forbidden technology, when we had those events here a couple months ago, they some of them were scoring, some of them weren't. Uh, but now, you know, this new arc that you know we've got this new ship that is actually offering players a choice in their engagement where one of them is a legitimate passive auto-grind ability. Like Scopely is saying, you have this clear path or this clear path. So I'm kind of curious if that auto-grinding mechanic was reinforced by how many players you saw using it during Summer Hunt. No, I I highly
3: doubt that was what motivated that. I don't know exactly what motivated that, but... Uh, just from the games I've played, um, I play a lot of games, uh, mobile, PC, console, everything. And the, the, the general direction of all games has been more embracing of passive, less screen time. Oh, my God. I'm going to
0: smack you again. Listen, every time they say something I've said, I'm just going to reach over and slug you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to. Just God, keep, just keep I tally. can't just Ripper, you listening
4: to this out there? Just keep a tally and do it over the course
0: of the Ripper, time here. Ripper Ripper's listening out in the green room. He's got the M&M jar. My God. I mean, oh, my God. I didn't
4: disagree with you. Jesus, oh your content God. creators you are just, saying the same You're stuff. changing the words I said. I God. said engaging. Auto grinding is not. In, continue.
2: Mm. Please,
4: just continue.
0: So, anyway, back to your very intelligent point. Uh, that players so are looking for. <laughs> I hate you so much. Ways to engage that are interesting, fun, but not necessarily a time sink. The chat is going wild right now for your common sense, because that's what people keep saying is, you know, what about the screen time? What about the screen time? And while you, we can't fundamentally consistently always reduce screen time, there is the concept of some in, some out, and trying to keep that level and balanced. And, Sometimes when we look at, you know, four months with three ships and three loops and it doesn't feel like we're balancing that super well. So you actually saw affirmative data in that people are enjoying a rewarding passive activity.
3: I guess you could interpret it that way. but How would you interpret it? I mean, you know, I really didn't look at it at this specific angle. Too much because I was more uh, focused on the novelty of things. Like I think it's less about um, being passive with things. Rather, the screen time that you sh- you do play on a game, I feel like should be novel. Um, a-, a good portion of that should be novel, you know, um, month over month, and uh, you know, sometimes that means pushing things to be more passive and if that's what Monavine is doing and if that's a good thing or a bad thing it's going to cater to different types of players i personally am a very grindy player i grew up on old school mmorpgs ultima online you know diablo 2 i you know you had to put hours in mm-hmm. to progress but you know in this day and age those games don't succeed
4: so would you say josh that uh Different people find different activities fun, so everyone has a different definition I, I, I of feel, fun. I
0: feel like you're trying to save yourself. No, I'm just curious. I, I, I I'm just curious. I, I, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. There's. I mean, that's not a point I disagreed with. That's kind of common sense. <laughs> and I didn't
4: disagree with you, you keep, either.
0: You keep trying to, to dig out of that hole over there, buddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So, what was when you and I talked before that event ever launched? One of the things that that I told you when you first told me about that I, that that series the most exciting piece of that was in fact, how lore friendly the whole thing was. yeah, you know, the different stages of social uh, of societal evolution within the herojin, how you started out as the you know, and then you had to go do your first hunt, you know, and then you were a seasoned warrior. Um, there were some progression things that that could have been done. So I, I guess let me circle back. You say you don't want to commit to doing that event again. Um, Maybe not that one. The chat is uh, very mixed. Some people are saying that they did really enjoy Summer Hunt. But is this the kind of content, even if it's not Summer Hunt again, like you say, I like doing novelty things. I Mm -hmm. like doing narratively relevant and and tie-in kind of things. Is this the kind of stuff that we would expect you to deliver during your arcs?
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, the Changeling event, that was my first project. Espionage.
0: Espionage was my first project, yeah. Another great idea just mishandled by communication.
8: Yep, I-
4: definitely my fault, DJ. <laughs> He's just, I'm just going to yep, keep absolutely.
0: on. Listen, while we have it's you all guys. all community, and- just slap me again. <laughs> while I've got these amazing guests in here, obviously everything's going to be your fault. And they're going to agree with it because it's not them. You know, all when right.
8: we got on here, I didn't realize we needed a peace shield in real life.
5: All right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
4: True. No, basically
0: this is a podcast is always incursions all the time. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, no, the chat, the chat is poking fun at you. Um, and, and they, they oh, know,
4: I, I've, I've been looking, the, I've they,
0: they know, they, they know at least you're being good spirited about it. They're being good spirited Oh, you. I mean,
4: it's all a part of the fun.
0: Um, so when, uh, I, I can't even remember what, what I was saying now because you, you <laughs> threw me there. <laughs> it was actually funny. Um, you were talking about the, um, unique in events and stuff that he's going to do. Would you say changeling. novelty changeling? Oh yeah. Espionage, which was another great event series. Um, what what are you what what are you working on next? That's in that vein. You don't have to be super specific, but do you have something super novelty like that that is coming? Like do you do you like writing events that last a lifetime, or do you like one and done events? As I stare daggers at him, future things, saying things. You, I'm turning you off. <laughs> don't
4: move. Don't mute me.
0: <laughs> He's gone. Don't even worry about him. Don't even listen to. Don't even look at him. I'm going to throw a blanket over his face.
3: Oh, that's a tough question because. There are times and places for one-off events, you know. Okay. Um, seasonal events, and I love doing those too. Like you know, I have November. I'm very excited for what we're going to do in Thanksgiving, right? Okay. Um, is that
0: is that your series? You're working on that?
3: Uh, I'm actually assist. Uh, I, we have another. We our, our team is constantly growing. Yeah. You know? So um, these seasonal events are a really good place for for newer team members to kind of build their creative juices. So th- I've, I've, I'm, out, I'm assisting another team member that's supporting me that month. Uh, so it, it is kind of like we kind of collaborated. I don't want to take all the...
0: It's okay. Take yeah, all the credit. I don't want Sorry. to take all I the credit. I do that all the time. <laughs> um, you're actually sitting with uh, one of your uh, teammates here in LiveOps that... I have had the good fortune of of getting to know both of you really, really well over the last several months. You and I have talked for a very long time. We've talked a lot. Uh, you are kind of recognized among the team as probably the nerdiest Trek fan in live True. ops, right? You, they, they all kind of bow down to your Trek knowledge, expertise, right?
8: Uh, if the uh, if the trivia is any indication, uh, you could say I've got a, a good bit of Trek knowledge behind me for sure. You did lay a, you <laughs> did lay the smackdown
0: uh, pretty good there on Rip. Um, this is Logan. Logan, tell us a little bit about the last arc that you ran because your role has has shifted here a little bit. Like you're working on different styles of projects now and and more event. Tell I, I guess don't let me tell. What what are you doing now as compared to what your last arc was?
8: Yeah, um, for sure. So I've had the the good fortune of being able to be a part of uh, some of my favorite Star Trek content in general, um, but also its implementation in Fleet Command. So most recently, I, uh, I worked on Update 55. I was uh, you guys' arc runner for Voyager Part 2. Uh, and with that, I got to do basically my favorite introduction uh, of the time that I've been at the company, which is the USS Voyager, Captain Janeway, um, and of course the, the whole Voyager uh, loop there. Uh, I got to have a good hand in that. It was uh, a really fun time trying to make sure it felt like an exploration vessel. And um, before that, I got to do Deep Space Nine Part 3 with the Defiant. So, you know, you could see so You had I, two ship
0: launches. Yeah.
8: I, yeah, I rolled the dice and, and got a, a bunch of the cool stuff, right? Some of the most iconic pieces in Star Trek history. Uh, and I can't complain on any of those fronts. I very much enjoyed bringing those to life. Um, but yeah, more more recently, and uh, as foreshadowing uh, would you know lead itself to. Uh, currently, I'm working on some projects relating to I'll call it a uh, capacity for creativity. Um, oh, thank God! Can uh, I Smack you again. I have <laughs> never been against. Cre- His cheeks already a little red, man. We gotta we gotta calm down, okay? <laughs> I'm already beaten up. I'm down. Oh, this
0: is great. Um. So so. The way that you would describe it is kind of taking some of the broader game design features, like taking the actual features and and incorporating those, or or, or am I misunderstanding?
8: Uh, I'm working on a lot of stuff, both uh, front facing as far as event design goes, both on the the design front and really the narrative front as well. Um, I absolutely love all the narrative pieces of Star Trek. Um, it's basically, you know, my main driver for the game. And uh, I'm always looking to try and integrate, you know, little nuggets of Star Trek lore. And, uh, you know, to, to, sorry, Scoob's point, um, I very much enjoy, you know, Hirogen-themed uh, things that feel like they're Star Trek uh, in Fleet Command, regardless of, you know, how we can actually accomplish that through through scoring or otherwise. Um, at the moment, a lot of my initiatives are, are trying to make sure that uh, as we you know continue to introduce lots of cool new content um, that we are also able to have the uh, the time capacity and creativity to to come up with new brand new stuff right new ways to play the game new ways to interact uh, and of course for me new ways to be immersed in those stories of, uh, of each arc and really feel like you're on the bridge of a vessel exploring the galaxy
0: I feel like you guys are actually trying to get echo slug now I mean, because everything, I mean, it's just so many things. Yes. So yes, many. Please. God. <sighs> it's
8: like they're trying to to like this is a fun game now. Can okay, I keep, keep n- tell hard to leave now? <laughs> we gotta be respectful at the office and uh you know so so we this get, on, is we the get oppor- on the podcast. Yeah, just- this is oh. the opportunity you got <laughs> to I, I did see one question. Do you mind if I just take over for one second?
4: Oh
0: yeah, sure. Take over the show.
4: Oh, okay. Thank you. All right, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to Talking Trek with President Echo, Emperor Echo, Logan. Uh, just, you know, you're working with a lot of different teams. Does, uh, does the community team ever circle back to you on Jesus
5: feedback? Christ.
8: Yeah, I mean, uh, the community team and I are in very close <laughs> contact. I'm actually uh, very often in the associated, uh, all the associated discords. So most of the messages that you guys are sending in uh, over there in Galaxy Chat, even here in uh, Talking Trek, I'm... Uh, I'm very attuned even though I don't always respond I work a little bit in the uh, in the shadows on my obsidian order vibe. Uh, I am definitely paying attention and uh, listening to feedback and uh, of course our lovely community team here. Often brings uh, you guys' worries, concerns, and uh, even positives uh, every every good once in a while back to me to uh, you once know, let in us a while. know what what we're doing once right and what we're doing wrong. Huh? The now, reason I ask that in a while. is
4: because I saw somebody in chat ask if you pay attention. If to I, chat, d- d- yeah. Does does the community team actually get back to the other teams?
0: Yeah, uh, they they do talk uh, from now and then. Now, now. I, I asked the last two arc runners, um, and and you've kind of already started on this, Logan, a little bit. I uh, asked the uh, asked the last two arc runners about an event or a series that your team has written that you thought was just out of this world that you really, really enjoyed to the point where it's something that you want to collab on or uh, reiterate on and improve upon and release other content that could be based around that idea, just where somebody just said, you know, they came up with something and, and you said, man, that is gold. We're going with that. Who uh or what was the idea that you saw come out of your team that you think is the best thing you guys have come out with?
8: Uh the best things tricky, but I can definitely give you a few favorites. Um for me, I really enjoy, like I said, narrative tied things. Uh, for uh, Update fifty five, I had this whole twenty day meta, which I worked very closely with the the narrative team on, um, with like different uh, long descriptions for events, uh, you know, different ways of scoring to try and and make it feel really like uh, a Voyager story that you're playing through uh, throughout the whole arc. Um, and I think uh, there's been a couple of cool events that. That in the similar vein have shaken things up a little bit. Things like stuck in the middle with Q, I thought was uh, a very fun, fresh way to approach the game. Um, I'll pat myself on the back with my directive O10 override event, although that is of course going to get mixed reviews. I uh, I'm quite a PVP fan myself.
0: Nice, um, I love it.
8: And uh, and yeah, even to you know to, to Scoob's point, I think the the inter arc uh, things like uh, like the. The herojin hunt, as well as like espionage, you know, I really love those those things that are are kind of you know more so subplots where you get to they're not necessarily your your main driver of day to day rewards, uh, but there's something in the in the background that you kind of have to think about and and you know churn on a little bit. And uh, I, I think the beauty of Star Trek is that it spurs a lot of great thoughts and discussions. And I would love to you know continue to do that sort of thing through events.
0: Do you feel that? Um Being an avid lover of PvP, do you feel that that influences your arc to try to balance PvP and PvE events a little bit heavier towards PvP?
8: Um, Heavier? Up for debate. I definitely try to include some aspects of PvP in every arc that I do, and I do try to make sure it's a fresh take on PvP wherever I can. Um, Of course, with Update 55, I did the Directive 010 Override thing, uh, which you know, outside of the uh, the early base uh, base metrics there, um, did end up feeling, at least to me, very, very fresh and new. Uh, and I was also behind the Many Weyunes event back in uh, Deep Space Nine I Part 3. I remember III. that, yeah. Uh, you know, a little Weyune on Wayyun violence. So, um, uh, overall, I, I try to bring some element of PvP into, into every arc I do, although... Mo- notably, uh, I usually include some way to interact with that event uh, entirely PvE, right? I don't want it to be something that's forced on players, but uh, I do think it's a great opportunity to uh, to source some things out and, you know, let players get access to some PvP-focused content. Um, like in, you know, the most recent arc I did, some of the Isolytic artifacts um, were as rewards for that Directive 010 uh, interaction there. Um, and, you know... I. I will continue to try and find cool and clever ways to integrate PVP but still making it feel uh fresh and and you know somewhat of a choice for players who want to opt out.
0: When you guys and this is probably about the the last question we've got time for. Uh either one of you take this question. When you guys are um in the beginning stages of planning your arc, like that is probably I would imagine the most challenging time for you guys is just finding the creativity, finding the new, the fresh, and, and how you want to present it. Because once you picture it in your head, then it's a matter of coordinating with tech to, to actually build something, right? So when you're going through that creative process, how often does it happen that you have an idea? I would imagine it's probably relatively frequently, but tell me about the process of creating new scoring in this game. A new hook. Like, you have an idea. Uh, Prion mentions, you know, now that we've got... Isolytic damage and isolytic mitigation what About introducing scoring Mechanics that have to do With the amount of isolytic, you know or, or isolytic mitigation or Or percentage of isolytic, you know just If and I don't know if Any of those are great Ideas but scoops if You're coming up with An arc you're working On an arc and, and you have An idea for something You want to do is it Typically something you Can get turned around in Time for your arc or is, or is Creating new scoring in This game a, a long-term Project
3: yeah, that's a that's a great question. And uh I guess I could speak on this since, you know,
0: probably have since everybody in the room is looking at you right now. Yeah, everyone's yeah. looking at me right <laughs> now and
3: um I, I I do have a little bit more time on 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 arcs. Um yeah, I, I think uh it's it's definitely an uphill battle when it comes to creativity on the team. Uh I think it's true to what creativity is, right? The more creative you are, the the bigger your idea gets. And a lot of us have very big ideas. The whole team Mm -hmm. is full of big, big, big ideas. And when it comes to getting things built in our game, a lot of the times it's just taking these big ideas and just chucking as big of a snowball at our dev team, being like, we want this, 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 this. Our lists sometimes are like rows and rows and rows, like 20-plus rows of things we want. And uh, a lot of the time, the process is is like, okay, well, um, we know we can do these things. Like with the with the hunt, it was like, oh, why hasn't anyone thought of? Because we've had scoring on cosmetics this whole time, you know, scoring with a a ship skin, Mm -hmm. scoring with a specific projectile. So it's like, hey, how come nobody thought of avatar and frame? And we're like, oh yeah, why? Like, hey, can we do that? And it was a very easy thing to implement for them. And so um, they gave it to me like that. Other times, it's like, uh, you know, uh, um, I don't know, TOA, for example, right? What if I wanted to specifically do something on a specific stage based off of a specific hostile and a specific system, blah, 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 right, with a specific combination of ship, officer, whatever? Uh, And that just kind of convolutes on itself too much. And they say, you know, you can actually do it. Like, a lot of times, we kind of sit back and we're like, okay, um, you want to score on this. Is there any easier path. Like I want to score on this, but at the same time, if if you could just score on mining, because mining <laughs> ultimately gets you the same
0: route, right? Like But that would also be a hook that exists and is not fresh yeah. and innovative yeah. and potentially interesting. Yes. Right. I mean one of the regarding mining, one of the best hooks in the game is docking, right? Yeah. Um, and it took a while to to come out with that. So um, I tell you what. Last question for you, then, since we're talking about new hooks, uh, because we've got literally four minutes left yep. on the clock, and, and we got a three-minute closing. I want to thank both of you, Logan. Awesome. Thank you very much for being here, uh, and Scoobs. Thank you guys. Thanks to all of our guests today who've been great. And I, you know, I guess Echo too. Um, real quick. <laughs> Thanks, DJ. Uh, for either one of you. Um, I don't know if you can say this. What is a hook that you have asked for that's like currently? You've asked for it. They haven't said yes or no, but just like an idea, like a brain fart that you've had for a hook that doesn't exist in the game that you would like to see.
8: I can't tell you that, but what I can say is we have actively created a lot of hooks that we have not been able to use yet. Really? Uh, so there, give me the, one.
0: Give me one. I, uh, no, I cannot one. reveal the
8: uh, the future. You know, I'm not. Oh. Uh, I'm no guy in here, but uh, I can tell you there are many a thing that we have gotten in the pipeline that are on the way.
0: Okay, very good. Scoobs, you got one to add? No, you ain't adding to that, are you? Nope. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Perfect
4: answer. (laughs) That was a very good answer. Now you both
0: understand what I have to deal with (laughs) every single day. I was leading you very, very good. Guys, thank you so very much. What an amazing show that we've had today. Amazing guests. An amazing co-host today. You've actually done a pretty good job. Thank you, DJ. Uh, Really, really appreciate it. Uh, It was a good talk and uh, really kind of insightful to hear what some of you guys are doing and uh, what some of you guys are kind of creating over here for the game that we all love and sometimes hate and sometimes hate to love. Um, It is one of the most emotional communities I think I've ever been a part of. Do you guys agree with that? Out of any game that I've ever
4: worked on is the most invested, emotional, passionate community I've ever been a part of.
0: Well, uh, it's... Uh, it's. I'll take the slaps anytime. Yeah, well, they're coming. They're coming. Uh, guys, I want to thank all of you for listening. What a great audience you guys have been. Appreciate your chats today. We tried to pick those up. Don't forget, coming up tomorrow at 11 a.m. Pacific time, uh, Echo and I will be back on camera live with the general manager of the entire game. David Eckleberry, will be our special guest tomorrow as we burn the snot out of ourselves. Uh, by eating hot things and talking about Star Trek Fleet Command and that will be live on YouTube and we will be taking your questions in the chat. Alright? That will be a thing. Alright? That's gonna that's gonna happen. Yes, we're gonna call it Snot Ones. No, it's uh, Spice, The Final Frontier. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mauricio for coming up with that. that. Very, very nice. Uh, I would like to thank all of our guests today. Thank you, of course, Trader. Love you. Thank you for for handling all of our chat and our moderation today thank you to ripper uh who has been here and always grilling entertaining and uh throwing the hard questions out there thank you to our scopely liaison community manager and digital marketing director beck likes plants for doing all of the coordination getting our guests lined up and taking care of the approvals and, and getting everything put together here in the studio uh thank you to our four live ops guests today thank you so very much to bart to Mauricio, to Logan, and to Scoobs, and uh, of course, to you guys, the audience. Thank you guys so very much for tuning in to this very special live broadcast from the Scopely Studios in Culver City, Los Angeles, California. Oh yeah, and, and thanks for, you know, to Echo too. You, you, were, you were pretty cool, thanks. Thanks. Here we go. Guys, my name is Ultimate DJs. Thank you for being a part of our community thank you for listening to Talking Check Live, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person Sam meow for now. Love you, man. Catch you on the next one. That means tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye-bye, everybody.